0: What's going on guys what up? Uh, this is episode three of shot bet and today we got a special guest
1: just for kicks, we What's got just on? for
0: kicks today um, he's been making moves in the local scene and Thank putting you. out videos and killing it right now so with every episode what we do is uh, we shake on it so whoever at the end has the most likes and loves or reactions between us two has to do a shot at the end I know you're drinking uh, your classic Miller Lite which we'll talk about oh, in a minute right. and We'll we'll start it off so let's shake on it and whoever has to do it has a drink. So I'm gonna pour myself a drink. So the thing that's crazy is we've known each other for a minute. I'm, I'm, is this a healthy pour? Are people gonna be upset? (laughs) So the first thing we're gonna talk about is we've known each other for a minute. And it's funny because I always remember um, you going to uh, Keene State with Dave Dominguez. And Dave Dominguez is oh like trying God. to introduce you to me. He's like, yeah. oh, you're gonna meet the homie. You're gonna right. meet JB, already. he's the homie. And you pull up and then you're like, I know JB, <laughs> and we yeah. just give depths because yeah. we had known each other for a while. So but funny. I don't even remember how we met in the first place. Josh Abuti. Why do I have four already, guys? <laughs>
2: Josh Abuti, shout out to Josh Abuti, man. He introduced me uh, to you when we were, uh, I was still in college at Southern New Hampshire University. And um and, uh, yeah, he, he brought me to some party. He was like, yeah, this is my boy JB. And, like, he said that it was your party, but someone, someone else was throwing the party and you were just there. It was Dill.
0: Oh. It was Dill. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we were, we were,
2: I was told it was your party. But then, yeah, <laughs> then, then Dave Dominguez <laughs> says, like, yo, you're going to meet my friend Justin Bergeron. He's the man, blah, blah, blah. We go to Keene State and I walk in and I'm like, oh, oh JB. What's going Justin on? Justin
0: Bergeron. So, uh, before we get deep into what we oh, need, what we it. want to talk about is we're going to just kind of preface to all of you guys that are tuning in right now. I'm sure most of you tuning in are regulars. So the thing with this podcast that's a little bit different than others is every time that you guys either like or love the video, it makes us drink. So we're going to stop our conversation oh, and we're going to have to drink. So let's start with a nice healthy four. Oh, look.
1: While you're taking that mm. drink, there's a lot of people asking what Justin's signature drink is, as it is oh. very interesting.
0: So this is the Kool-Aid. <laughs> no, so I my regular drink, Bacardi. Please sponsor me. It's Bacardi. <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get screwed over. This. I know. <laughs> and uh, mm. orange soda. Orange soda does not taste good with captains, but it does taste good with Bacardi. Put my stamp of approval. So yeah. So again, for these likes and loves. It's only unique ones. So you can spam it. The only way you can make us drink more is if you share it to friends and you make people um, like it. So yeah. let's get Joe fucked up because I know for no, a fact that you're going to lo- Well, you're going to win, but you're going to lose. <laughs> so um, I guess the first round of news is uh, you just got invited to do a big uh, show in Atlanta.
2: Yeah, yeah, the A3, uh, A3C, A three look it, that's like only half a day down. I'm already <laughs> stumbling. Uh, A3C Festival in Atlanta. Uh, it's a huge hip hop festival. I've been uh, looking at it for years, never been able to go down. Now I get to perform at it, so I'm pumped. <laughs> uh, I'm absolutely pumped. Damn, this is cool, quick.
0: <laughs> it goes quick. That's why we got you a six pack.
2: But yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm also just excited to, to watch the show. I mean, there's gonna be
0: yeah. Who's who- on the lineup? Because I haven't oh,
2: <laughs> Wu Tang Clan is coming back together. That's for crazy. Night.
0: Yeah, I'm performing Friday You're night. You doing? Fr- who's Who's the headliner on Friday night?
2: Um, there's There's a bunch of different shows. So like Friday night, there's not like one of the main shows. Because um, as a festival, there's gonna be like shows going on. yeah there's gonna be like everywhere. three four stages yeah. going so, on so um there's not really like a main headliner on friday night but it goes from wednesday through sunday now
0: how long are you staying there are you doing um, the whole weekend no, or are you we're just... gonna get
2: uh because a lot of it in during the week is uh a lot of it's actually like seminars so i'm excited to go and and network with people okay. as well but I'm not gonna be going to a lot of the, the seminars during earlier in the week. I'm gonna be going um to uh a buddy's house where uh, my girlfriend and I are driving down. We're stopping at a buddy's in Virginia. Shout out Garrett Wagner for having us. Uh and then uh and then we're gonna to go to Atlanta. Okay. So uh so we won't get there until Thursday. We'll kick it around Thursday. That's Friday so dope. Monday, how'd you Friday. how how'd you line that up? Like Shout out to Chris Davis from Capital Front Booking, man. That dude, he was just like, yo, I f- I feel I'm trying like i always down there, always
0: you know? meeting these people like yeah, that I with mean, connections. But, I
2: mean, I've known Chris Davis for for a while. I don't know him like, you know, super well, yeah. but um, but I met him through the the circuit a
0: while back. That's crazy. Yeah, no, cuz I've I've looked into it's it, to like these big festivals because I do music as well. And every time I look into it, I feel like I'm always ending up at dead ends into getting in. It's almost like you need to know someone to get kind of lined up with the show.
2: Yeah. Someone told me that back in like college. It's like not what you know, it's who you know.
0: Yeah. And I oh, feel like with
2: hip hop, that's been so important to like my success. Come on, guys. Like, like he's a We're guest. Tied. We're tied. He's a guest. Let's go. Trust um, me, it's gonna go up there. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's like, it's definitely a lot of like just, I don't know, I, I feel like I just take the time to chat with someone when I meet them for the first time. Um, and I
0: think we're very similar in that because hmm. I feel like we- I learned it from you. Right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I learned it from this guy right like, here. Like, I feel like whether it's me or you, we're always, it doesn't matter who the person is, yeah. you know, we'll at least have, a, and that's part of the, this podcast, you know, that like, I will at least just have a conversation with someone and like get to know them and like sometimes there are people that know people that kind of yeah. help you out and sometimes you just made a friend or made a conversation exactly so no, and, and there's
2: always something to gain
0: yeah like for everybody you yeah
2: know? you can make someone's
0: day and it, at, at the very least you get to learn like their point of view because I think everyone has a unique perspective on life and we kind of take that for granted that we only see life through our own eyes i guess yeah. so it's like without interacting with people and getting to know their struggles or 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 even i mean what is it uh, a wise man once said that like you well actually i'm completely wrong <laughs> but it's it's uh, someone you can learn from your own your, your own mistakes but a wise man learns from someone else's mistakes wow and, i've never heard that pause for one sec
2: Br- can you can Br- you I Br- will uh, be, I'll be can you fact that?
1: checking fact checking that statement here. Yeah. It's um, oh.
2: also thirteenth sip, no accident, that's the end of the first beer. Shadow thirteen. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, shadow thirteen ball. He's taught me thirteen is the balance of life. So I think um, so so we talked about where we came from and and how we met each other, but I think one thing I wanna do is show where you came from Oh, and no. I, I have this clip of you. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: you're going to interject? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so so coming in, Justin was quoting Otto von Bismarck. Uh, Only a fool learns from his own mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. It's crazy that you said that. Fools learn from experience.
2: It's crazy that you said that because that's how I got into college. I wrote an essay about how like there was these people in my life that I felt like I always wanted to be like them. And then eventually I started learning from their mistakes instead of –
0: following the same footpath like, right yeah. and
2: then like so I learned from other people's mistakes so it's weird that you just brought that because
0: I things are coming full circle for me right and now. and speaking of mistakes I'm gonna try to do another transition oh, uh, we're gonna watch a clip from one of your early <laughs> music videos yeah. so uh, we're gonna pop it up right now <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> this is it. This is the first this is, one. This is the first. This is the first. That, like
2: shout out to Clueless, who I know. is now in the Clueless. military. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in basic training. This right is, now. I, uh,
0: look at that I, cra- I this is <laughs> a- Oh, that's the <laughs> homie Brian Ramos. So you've been. Yeah, you heard. At the I, cr- I, I'm sorry. Like Ryan I crack Ryan up Ryan. every time I see this video. Just cause like, <laughs> did you pick this? Did you
2: go? Like it was, it was, we're going to it was definitely
3: sh- my idea. That. Oh oh, really yeah. the um, and so,
0: so, the, 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 the cool thing that we're going to do tonight bang, is we're going to show... So like yeah, you, you can, you you can skip out I was just messing yeah. with him. So, um, so, I think oh what we're going to do later is we're going to show your newest music video, but we'll talk about oh, that yeah. later. But it will be cool for the audience to kind of see you've gone from there to rapping on Iggy Azalea Beats. To what you're doing now, which which I'm I'm a huge fan of what you're doing, and uh, but I think what we usually do on this podcast is we uh, watch cringe uh, cringe of the day clips, and uh, this is a so it's September and this is a September 11th commercial, and we're gonna be watching it right now. So, 11, this, this a lady.
1: Right now, get,
0: a no, sorry. So, <laughs> she, she owns twin this Magist- Magist- local mattress store. And twin she's. <laughs> <laughs> Here, restart it real quick and turn it up for us so, so Joe could hear it a oh, little bit better. Get, well, but, I mean, I think can see <laughs> yeah, what happens. So, what she's saying is it's 9 11, so we're going to do the twin sale. And pretty much everything is sold at twin price. And then she goes, this is the, my favorite part is the a end. better way to remember nine eleven than with the twin tower sale. Right now, you can get any size mattress for a twin price. Full mattress. Twin price. Oh. Queen mattress. Twin price. King mattress. Twin price. Start wide sale <laughs> the all day punch long. Line. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. We'll never forget. We'll never forget is her punchline closer and it's so funny because she got so much flack for that video and this came yeah, out a think, couple years Like,
3: but who's who, is like who is this is a good yep. idea
0: we're gonna approve this we're gonna put this through it's so funny but like question for you and this this might just be uh like i don't know i don't know about you guys but how do you feel about nine eleven jokes are you for them or against them actually how about just jokes that push that boundary all the time because i know i know recently a lot of comedians have been, have been getting flack and uh kickback from making these jokes from years ago where pushing that boundary was kind of where you got that, um, you got those awkward laughs, but you got people that love that like just that area of comedy, that dark humor. And nowadays it seems like almost everything you say, is going to be used against you, even if it was years and years ago. So I don't know. How do you? How do you? Maybe not just 9/11 jokes. And I'm sure but, the comment section is lighting yeah,
1: up probably. with 9/11 jokes. That was, that was jokes. the most, the most loaded way of asking a question. How do you feel <laughs> about you, 9/11? What do you
0: joke? think do you of 9/11? Think I feel. About but 9/11. how do you feel about comedians nowadays getting flack for all this dark humor comedy? And do you feel that there is a line that should not be touched?
2: Alright, well, so, yeah, so I think there is, I think the line I, I, for me, a line exists. Okay. But for a comedian, I mean, that's their job. Like, I would never make a 9-11 joke. I probably wouldn't laugh at a 9-11 joke. Okay. Like,
0: well, you're but, better people
2: than me. <laughs> but, but, like, at the same time, I mean, if if your job is is to push the envelope and stuff like I don't think that we have any business uh, like giving a comedian a hard time because it's like that's a form of entertainment that he's he's pushing to a market that loves that stuff yeah and like is it insensitive probably but like that's that's their art and I can't really speak on someone else's art like that you know what I mean I think that comedy Comedy needs that. There's somebody that has to be the butt of the joke. So yeah. there's self-deprecation. You can make fun of yourself or you find somebody in the crowd and make fun of them. But, I mean, like, just like in in even hip-hop, controversy gets attention.
0: Well, they always say that uh, – w- what is the phrase? Uh, bad publicity is still good publicity there's, because –
1: There's no such no, – no news is – or – any news is good news. Yeah. Bad news is good news. Yeah, good news. So is like,
0: good news. so you can, I mean, take. Why do you keep uh, quoting things you don't know the quote of? Well, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I have, I have wisdom, but I don't know who said it. Yeah. Um, but like, take Takashi Time. So he likes to stir up shit and like likes to go that extra mile. But then he's one of the bigger names nowadays because everyone knows him. Regardless if you like his music or not or don't like the person, you know who he is at the end of the day. You know he's the guy with the rainbow hair.
2: That's the thing, though. He's famous for that. I actually have never heard a song all the way through
0: of of, of Takashi. You've never heard the song with Nicki Minaj that's on the radio now? what song okay. <laughs> like, I really don't know
2: like I really don't know like I I wish I knew the title of the track like I could it's, even it's just fi- Fifi Fifi oh I guess I do yeah. okay <laughs> I've heard the title but that's of the track.
0: thing so and this guy but I don't know how
2: it goes like like yeah I don't know like I couldn't like be like oh and just do the hook like there's people I don't like that I I know their hooks yeah and I can be like oh yeah they they killed that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Lil Pump like he he killed all like that Gucci gang shit yeah and, yeah, yeah. And, like whether I liked it or not, that was that was like a, a big song, and like kudos to him for doing what he should do as an artist. But but like Takashi is famous for a lot of things, and a lot I of things. I don't and it's I don't know about his music, whereas like Lil Pump, in the same realm you could say, is like you know famous, but I know of, of his music whereas they're both just as ridiculously looking and and
0: but if if you go back to the comedian thing so there's a lot of comedians that they don't know the context of their humor and then all these quotes or video clips that are spliced just for building buzz and controversy are being taken kind of out of context i mean they're saying what they're saying yeah but it's they don't know those comedians just like you don't know these artists but you're still hearing all the negative stigmas behind them i guess yeah i mean uh,
2: i mean when i'm when i'm speaking about like takashi or Lil pump or whatever i don't know these dudes they could be low key uh, and i don't i don't want to say this necessarily like low key good guys yeah. cuz like i don't i don't know them but I mean, who knows if this is all an act, is is all an act, and mm-hmm. who knows if everything that's been said about them isn't true. Um, I'm not taking away from the voices that have like spoken up against these people or whatever, but I'm just saying like I don't know them on a personal level, so I can't judge them. But at the same time, I don't show it any attention because to me it looks like they're just trying to get a lot of attention, and they have. Yeah, they've done yeah. what they wanted. Like, yeah, congrats. But like, <laughs> I don't I don't get it. It doesn't entertain me. Um, so I don't really like pay it any mind, but as far as taking things out of context, that's a whole problem with the media.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you can't. But take... if you, if you, like not to cut you off, but yeah. if you think about it, we're seeing it now because the internet has exploded. But it's like how long has that been ongoing? If we're we're noticing it now because we have the internet and we're able to see these full length clips of what they're pulling it from. If they're pulling like the MGK thing, like did they? Mm. Uh, superimposed booing in the background. So now the actual clip isn't him getting booed. So like there's so many different clips that are being taken out of context and edited because now we have better computers, we have the internet to share these yeah. and things to go viral Nothing's but real. But then you think about it, how
1: long has this, has this been ongoing? We're right. only
0: noticing in the last couple I of mean, years. I
1: can give you a history lesson if you want a go. history lesson. <laughs> The, the reason Julius Caesar's famous, everyone knows Julius Caesar. He got yeah. stabbed in the back, yeah. which is everyone in the chat's like, yeah, that's that guy. Yeah. So the reason Julius <laughs> Caesar became up, um, famous. Please, someone
0: comment, was, yeah, that that's that that's guy. That guy. So that's that
1: guy. That's that guy. The reason he became famous, he wrote his own stories. He wrote The Conquest of Julius Caesar in the third person. So he wrote about himself as Julius Caesar did all these great feats and then publicized it across all of the country and all of the, the Empire of Rome. And people read about Julius Caesar as this hero, as this magnificent conquester that everyone was like, oh, Julius Caesar, he's pretty great. So when he became emperor, people loved him. Yeah. They, they were like, oh, yeah. look at this hero, look at this champion who's now our emperor. What's not to love? Yeah. And the same coin, if you flip it, Cleopatra. Cleopatra was one of the most dominant queens of her time but what everyone remembers of her is she's the face that launched a thousand ships like Helen of Troy. Mm -hmm. But she was by historic records, not a beautiful woman. She was an intellectual and a phenomenal leader who led an army to crush Rome. But Rome did a smear campaign and said that, look at this beautiful woman. All she does is be beautiful and make people want to go after her. And that's all she is. And it's one of the most kind of compelling things of that's what's persisted. People know her as a beautiful queen. So when you talk about how long has this lasted, it's something that it's, has gone forever. What,
0: is, what, what do they say? History's written
1: by the winners? History's written by the winners? <laughs> yeah. one, yeah. one of the other yeah. big ones, and media tased into it, is uh, Roman Emperor, and I think it's often misquoted, so comment section, you can fact check me too, uh, it was how do you um, handle an unruly populace? And the answer is wine and circus. I will give yeah. them alcohol, and I will yep. give them entertainment, and they will forget.
2: That, guys, all
0: right, so like, I mean, are we going to be charged shots? Are you how are you feeling? Um, I think I think we have to we have do to... something for the people, yeah. Uh,
1: everyone said yes, yes. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I like that you left like the monitor and I fixed it, but it looks like you fixed it, yeah. It look, it looks like <laughs> I ran out, I was like, he's like, don't worry, I got guys. This. I fixed it, we're good. All right, well, I guess we're gonna do a shot, but what we're gonna do
0: right now while we're pausing to take a shot, uh, we'll take a random question from. The audience, but make sure it's a good question. Because pretty soon we're going to be talking about music and it's going to be long and boring. (laughs) Uh,
2: Sounds like his dick. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. So let us know if you see any questions, John. If you guys don't have good questions, that's fine. We'll just ignore you and proceed with the project. I was enjoying this. I, what? I, I, this I, little banter right here? Yeah, no, I was I'm enjoying having
2: a conversation with you and John. The media.
0: Oh, yeah. See, yeah. that's the thing that's unfortunate because sure we had a I'm good concept right? and yeah. then we're going to just take a terrible question from the
1: crowd. And then the NSA was like, "Oh." They're talking about the media negatively. That's really what that's happened. What happened. <laughs> we were talking about on. the media, and they're like, we gotta as, shut this down. As soon as I try now. to speak
2: up, man, they just shut my voice off, man. Like, that's the real... Thank
0: you, thank you, peanut gallery. Cheers.
1: Oh, no. no, oh, that cough. I
2: kind of see that why cough. you drink
1: this. It's not bad. <laughs> that's not that's everyone's, everyone's statement. statement gonna, everyone's gonna cough <laughs> It's not that bad. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm really glad that people, this People show. are going
0: to clip my cough and replay familiar. it and like, look at this lightweight who's doing a drunk podcast who can't even take a shot without, all right, so I guess we'll question just try. Question
1: coming in. So oh, we do question. Have, we do have one. Uh, so... I'm
0: beating you, by the way. You have no friends, this means, right? Or does that mean no, I No, it means I many. shared it and I
2: said everybody like it.
0: Yes, <laughs> so That's what it is. You're beating me because you told more people to get me drunk. Yes,
1: I, 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 was, I was being a good sport. All right. So the question that came in as you banter over, uh, how has meeting people changed since you uh, first started music-wise? So meeting people either in the industry, I don't know if they're referring to fans. It's a question coming in from the No, Vegas. it is
2: it is true. Um, I I handle myself differently. Um, oh, I, I totally get that. It's it's different. It's, it's totally different because – uh, four years ago, uh, I never ever had people coming up to me and being like, yo, you've changed my life. Like, so now that I know that my music has affected some people and there's also some people that have heard my music and been like, yo, you suck. And I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> like so I'm not saying that like I became a god now that I started releasing music I'm saying that since releasing music I I now am treated differently so I treat
0: well, well, I'm people. sure half the, half of it is being more confident in yourself, and I think I found. I, and I, I, maybe I'm speaking for you, but I know at least for myself, when I started doing music, you know, I was a shy kid throughout high school and growing up, and then music was one of those outlets that allowed me to almost create not create a different persona, but like a an adjusted or altered persona of myself. So when I when I do shows or I interact with people, um, I'm presenting myself in a more it's in a different fashion. And just like yeah. if you meet a teacher, or your boss, you're presenting yourself in a formal way. Um, th- with music, you're almost, you're the one on the stage. I mean, it's that whole yeah. perspective thing and like intentionally higher up than the crowd. So like people are l- literally looking up to you re- regardless of, you know, like off the bat just because of aesthetics. So I think half of it has to do with confidence and how meeting someone now versus meeting someone out of with nothing, like they're like, oh, I'm excited for music, or like your music sucks. They're they're they know of you before you even start dialect with them. I guess. So
2: while while I understand where you're coming from, that's not what changed for me. For me, I mean, I was the like class clown, like I was the class clown in high school. Like I was always I was wearing overalls and like everything that I'm doing for hip hop, I've been doing my whole life on a much smaller scale. That. Now my the the only thing is that I when I speak to people I feel like I hate
0: your fan base. Yeah, you're welcome. you're
3: welcome. <laughs> when I speak to people, guys, now,
0: guys, guys. Before you get into it, all of you watching, get your friends and get their friends to get him drunk. Because I'm gonna be honest right now, I've never seen this kid drunk. Maybe I've seen you like half in the bag, but I've never seen you like a six pack deep.
2: But anyways, <laughs> well, I'll probably be a 6 what happens. But um, as far as as meeting people, it's different. <laughs> it's bite. different now because now I I realize people are listening to me. Yeah. So when I meet people, it's not about, and and I don't mean my music. I mean listening when I speak. So when when I meet someone new, instead of like. Just kind of acting like I'm never gonna see this person again.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm like, hey, let me like talk to you about myself. Let me hear about what goes on in your life, because I wanna learn from you and I like I want you to remember me, I guess. So like that's how meeting people is different. I speak to people way differently now. Since becoming an artist, that's now known because I just know that they are listening. And before I used to treat people like they weren't even listening to me.
0: Now, now question with that. Now, do because I'm talking from an artist to an artist, and maybe it's just me being very introspective with just us being rappers, but do you feel that change perception of talking to someone and being almost more interested to have that receiving and back, especially when You want them to listen more because your new music is going to come out every week or every month. Do you feel that's partially selfish? If if you know what I mean, like it's almost like you almost have to. Yes. So, like, are you intentionally paying more attention and being more interactive because you're being more selfish, or? And I, it, I guess it also ties into being selfish is like, maybe you're more excited about yourself while before you had nothing to be excited about. So when you're talking to someone and bringing up like something you're passionate for, that alone oozes in the conversation and then they respond to passion.
2: Yeah, I think it's. I think it, it stems from selfishness in the beginning because
0: what happened was- Did people change? <laughs> no. I have less. <laughs> I'm you have glass here, you can regurgitate some of your uh, drink into my mouth. <laughs> I'd rather not.
2: Um, so So to answer that question, oh alright, I'll drink again for that. Um, so now I feel like going with um, with listening more being selfish, I think. That really what that was, was I was more selfish and excited to talk about my stuff. And then in talking about myself a lot, realized other people want to talk about themselves. So Mm -hmm. now I'm a better listener. So yes, ultimately it stems from selfishness, but I don't think it's still selfishness. Yeah, okay. Like I think it's just, I genuinely want to hear what they have to say. It's just because I didn't know that they wanted, like that they wanted to be
1: heard
0: yes, until I realized just as, you know, how much, much they want wanted heard. to be heard yeah and i think i think we have some comment questions yeah, yeah so
1: we got we got a couple more questions coming in uh, first off Justin is still not drinking Kool-Aid he is drinking Sun Kissed and Cart it is at least <laughs> orange this comedy. time it's not red so it looks it of looks better of course it's my brother of course it is hey
0: I'm gonna say right now is Arthur watching not yet okay so I'm gonna say to Brandon at night. least because Arthur's another person I have to talk to but my brother Brandon I know you're watching right now I know you're commenting You're on this podcast next time you're around because you can't just call people out and talk shit in the comments and not be in this hot seat and get forced to drink a six-pack of beer. So anyways, bring on the questions. All right. So first question
1: (laughs) that just came up is when do we get to betting? Uh, One of the common bets on ShotBet happens to be if you slam that like button and we get 40 more unique likes, Justin will take a shot. So it is about that time in the podcast. You're saying
0: 70 likes? Sixty-seven S- or sixty-seven.
1: Sim- simple math is hard. Let's say do, let's do seventy to round it off. All right, forty-three likes. Let's go. And Justin will do a shot. But <laughs> con- a quick question coming in. And go- get,
0: this is what happens: is I get like a quarter into this podcast, and then I get cocky, and then I start making bets with because the audience, you realize,
2: knowing you realize that the forty-three
0: that's forty-three sips, and then a shot. Yeah, like and so then that's a lot of. But dirt. I, I just feel dooms like
1: it's every But time. I do
0: it every time because last time where I was like. I bet you I can not get sixty, and we hit sixty like we're, within twenty one like <laughs> an
1: hour and a half in. And yeah, hit 60 and then all of a, a sudden, end.
0: ten minutes later, I was I was taking a shot. So yeah, if you can get me to seventy, which I doubt, I'll do another shot. I'll do two shots. Uh-huh. Let's go.
1: All right, Sparky. Because
0: I'm gonna lose because you're not gonna get to seventy loves. No, so, so, I'm chilling.
1: Chillin'. <laughs> I'm chilling. Like I'm chilling at eighteen right now. Yeah. So a couple quick questions that came in uh, for Just for Kicks was uh, what is the next venue or location state? country that you're looking forward to performing in or where do you want to outside, of yeah, say, show, outside of Atlanta Yeah I was going to say next show next
2: show coming up uh just to plug it again A3C Festival in Atlanta that's going to be October 5th that I'm performing um super pumped about that this going to be huge Next place that I would like to perform I want to do a local show again I haven't done a show around here in a long time and um I have some things in the works that, like, we can we can put together a, a pretty great show for the people here. However, I miss Portland. I miss Portland, Maine, and I want to get back to Portland, Maine. So,
0: shout uh, out to everyone doing their local shit too. By yeah. the way, it's unfortunate about. Uh, I'm gonna feel like an asshole. Is it Rap Night Port? Uh, rap Night Portland just got um, shut down. Was
2: a, it was a it was a huge piece. Rap Night in general, Rap Night LLC. Huge piece of of my come up in like the local scene. Um, they allow locals to come up and freestyle before and after the show um, to get comfortable on stage, get a fan base, mm-hmm. um, and then the people that they book for the actual show, you know, are touring artists nationally. But occasionally, as as the the home hometown hero, yeah. if you will, you can perform and it, plug in. and it really. <laughs> it really uh, gets going, yeah. I'm On local celebrities, second song, <laughs> hometown here. I love that stuff, but um, but yeah. But definitely, they're still doing it, in Manchester. As far as as far as what is a area I'm excited to perform, uh, Portland to get back and a place I've never been before that I want to go, um, Philadelphia. I would love Philadelphia or Pittsburgh, Philly. just somewhere in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'll
0: I'll try home. to line you up, uh, Nick Hampshire. I don't know if you're ever going to be watching this podcast, but Let's if you it. happen to catch this little segment. Tag Talk him about yeah. A tag anybody him. that knows. Anyone that knows Nick, comments. tag him. Let him know. Check this time Let's right here. Uh,
1: is there another question or? Yeah, please. people keep going. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. JB Part Two would be a great local show. Uh, <laughs> no. for, for that to happen. Twenty nineteen. This guy the best
2: local show. Thank you. Ever, ever to hit New Hampshire. Every single time. Thank you. We're like, yo, it's
0: sold out. It's sold out. Like over and over again. Hundreds of people. The people aren't. People aren't doing that. That's that's yeah. what bothers. I mean, people are doing it, but I feel like it's not as consistent. Like the shows, if we had, I've always, I've always like grew up doing shows and felt if every person brings twenty people instead of just their girlfriend, you could have a good show every single time. Instead of ten people, it would be a hundred people. Yeah, no, I mean, and and I know you're a strong believer of that. Yeah, I mean,
2: well, I'm a strong believer of a lot of things that you say because you brought me into this world. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know uh, <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know, JB's my mom. No, I, no, I what I mean to say is 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 JB um introduced me to the rap game in New Hampshire. Uh more more or less that grew into New England. Um and thus uh, so now I'm going to Atlanta. So like whatever you want to call it. But but Without JB, I would not have started performing in New Hampshire. So without those shows, you can't Sorry, really have the, the tears the, away. Yeah, you, you can't have the other other <laughs> shows. So it's it's huge that that we're doing this podcast and I'm going down to Atlanta because I wouldn't even have done my first show without meeting you to meet the people like Cody Pope and Rap Night and uh, just anybody that has ever booked me for a show. I met. Some way because let's say this Chris Davis Capital Front Booking. Thank you for booking me for the A3C festival. I met Chris Davis for the very first time at the Carlo Rose in Pelham, New Hampshire, which was where I had my first show because JB introduced me to Cody Pup. So by some
0: ways, I'm gonna you tear got up. me this fucking. <laughs> I A3C almost tear show, up every like. show. Why well, I say I'm gonna tear up every show? <laughs> I, I don't come close, but
2: but I'll, but I'll... seriously, like when I say you brought I'm me not, into I gotta, this world. I gotta... When I say you brought me into this world, it's real.
1: Well, on that sad, <laughs> sad moment, uh, a good question that came in was uh, for Just for Kicks, being such a positive person that you are, do you find that the, negative, <laughs> the negativity in the music industry, does that ever get to you? Or how do you deal with that negativity?
2: This is how I deal with it. Ooh.
0: Come on, that, guys. let's Keep
1: negativity. giving him
0: drinks because that's this negativity. is a show that I haven't seen. Sorry, I almost saw some
2: negativity, but dodge that. No, yeah, that's how I feel about it, man. Like, all right, uh, let's talk about this. Mac Miller's death, right? Yeah, it hit me. I mean, I was a huge fan. If I just actually uh, went on my Twitter. I never go on Twitter. I don't fuck with Twitter. But I went on my Twitter and I looked at what my posts were, right? My post post from August – was retweeting Mac, and then the only post after that was retweeting J. Cole about being like, yo, this is a message to anybody that's in the game that's suffering that like needs to talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I remember seeing that. So I was a huge fan, and when he died, I didn't go to social media to – like yeah i shared that more yeah. I i shared that thing from j cole but that's because on a personal level i just have a lot of friends that have dealt with that stuff so i felt like that needed to get shared but but i didn't i don't go to to social media and say like all this stuff about mac miller because to be honest i didn't know him. i know a lot of people that know him, you know what i mean yeah. like web knows him real well yeah. like I, i've been like chat with like terminology like terminology knew him super well i didn't realize how close static was with him yeah but the fact that like you know it did affect me but i'm not gonna go to social media and post all about how sad i am about it because you guys don't need to hear that Like, you don't need that you didn't need me to make it worse you just need to focus on the fact that you're alive what i did instead of going on social media I texted my buddy that was a recovering addict and I said I'm so glad that this isn't you because that would have hit me way harder and it has I had friends that passed away and it hit me so much harder so the negativity and stuff it is real it's in this world I experience it just as anybody else does but I don't broadcast it and that's the difference I broadcast all of the positive stuff I will always push positivity into the media because there's not enough of it. Yeah. There's just not enough of it. And some people think that, you know, maybe I'm, I'm uh, ignoring uh, the real things that are happening in the world and that I'm just like, Oh, it's all like sunshine and rainbows, but like rainbows are sweet. (laughs) Um, and I like sunshine. So let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So like I'm a post about it. It's my social media. So that's how I feel about negative. So
0: you mentioned Chris Webby, and I want to talk to Chris yeah. Webby because we have a similar background involving Chris Webby. Yeah. So I, th- I forget when it was. It must have been – it was right after I met Dill, so it must have been six, eight years ago, whatever. We'll round yeah. it off. And we had a hip-hop group called Henergy, and we opened up for Chris Webby Henry, Henry. way, 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 way back in the day. And then recently, what? A year and a half ago or so? Uh, About a year no, ago? No, yeah, j-
2: just over a year, it was yeah. August. Um, you
0: did the same, which is crazy.
2: Yeah, so I remember JB telling me like, yeah, I've opened for Webby, and I was like, dude, what? Like, you opened for Webby? Like, cause he's been my favorite rapper since I was like 16 years old. Um, and then uh, since uh, working, you know, doing my music videos with Project 2, Um, they, uh, I remember when I, when I first shot my first music video with them, Hippity Hop. um, Trevor Finney, uh, asked Ben Pru, the director, he was like, so who's the next artist you guys work with? And Ben was like, well, Webby's been talking to us. And I was like, hold up when you have Webby in the studio, hit me up. Just, just call me one day. I got the call and, and Ben, Ben was true to his word. He had me through. And then he, not only that, put me in the video, um, put me in another video with Webb. So now me and Webb are, are chatting, I'm a familiar face. Things started going good. You have good. his number. That came <laughs> later, that came later. But like, but you have, But, but, but at first he was just, it was just casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, but meanwhile, like inside I'm still fanboying. And one day we were just smoking a blunt and I, I just told him straight up, I got a 17th like I think you
0: went down a like, actually. <laughs> People unlike well, you. Well, I drink to that too. <laughs> uh, this is him ignoring <laughs> the negativity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll uh, drink to that. <laughs>
2: so, so anyway, we were smoking one, and I was like, "Yo, I honestly, I just feel." Like oh, it's going
0: to me. There it is. I'm I'm losing one too. People are unliking this. I don't know. I, I can't shake the negativity, but, so um, I'm going to
2: cry. Maybe our counter just doesn't do math, right? But um, <laughs> oh, but anyway, ouch. we're, 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 we're smoking the blunt, and, and I'm like, dude, i got to be honest, man. I've been trying to keep my cool this whole time, but, like, you've been my favorite rapper for, like, ever. Ever. And he was like, honestly, bro, like, he's like, you're doing a good job. And he was really cool about it, and he was like, how about we get some Red Arrow? And like, just like, went... Like, <laughs> so you just
0: had Red Arrow with Chris Webby.
2: Yeah, and and, and I mean, Juice is uh, his engineer who I got yeah, a beat yeah, yeah, by. Yeah. I've been sitting on this beat. Y'all are gonna love when I come up with a song with it because I've been sitting on it for over a year. But yeah, he, he bought me Red Arrow. And like, and then we, we like got to Coolin. And then uh, the next music video I was in, he gave me his number. Um, so that was the third music video and. You know, I got to open for him at a show, um, and it was it was the best show I've ever done. Sold out Worcester Palladium, seven hundred people. That's so crazy. It was nuts, and uh, and I felt on top of the world. And then this is when it got really good. He does this like Black Friday show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in Connecticut, Connecticut, yeah. Every year, he brought me out for that. And I and I wore the bunny suit that I wore were in, the music in, in two of his yeah. music videos, and in Hippity Hop, the video that I was filming when I first found out that you know I had a way to meet him, and uh, <clears throat> and then he had me come out on stage and stage dive and crowd surf during the song that I was like from the music video. That's so cool. So like as soon as like it was it was like this big lead up into like the hook. And Webby just like send it. And I just dive in the crowd. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Like it was definitely like a huge highlight of, of my life being like, you know, I started this rap thing, not knowing what was, what was going to come of it. Yeah. And like, when I was up, like, and all these people were holding me up, I was like, and my favorite rappers on stage, I'm like, this is what came of it. Yeah. In a very short time in yeah. like two years. You know what I mean? So that was like that was huge. That was a huge.
0: Now, I don't think I've ever told you my story with Chris Webby because, um, again, going back, Henergy, my old hip hop group, we opened for Chris Webby, and there was this I don't know how prevalent it is right now, but I know back in the day, pay to play yeah. was very big where promoters were having trouble selling shows, and what they would do is they would have, I'm okay they would have the artists sell, so it's like, you can have the opportunity to open for Chris Webby, but you have to sell 30, 40 tickets at 15 bucks a piece. So I remember we were like kind of starting up. I said, that's easy. Cause Chris Webby was really, really booming back then. And I said, we'll take it. And um, <laughs> we almost got, well, actually it was more correlated to me and not like the rest of the group, almost got jumped. At the venue, so we were at Rocco's. We were doing the show at Rocco's, which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, right? it doesn't exist. It got it turned into a Mexican restaurant and got the biggest heroin bust of all time in wow. New Hampshire. Oh yeah. So we, so I remember See, <laughs> when
2: you take music away. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's like it just the basement just got turned into a heroin kitchen. Sure, so we venue. we so I had the show and they're like, all right, so you got to sell forty tickets at fifteen bucks a piece. Yeah. Easy. We sold that like hotcakes because. I just sold it as Chris Webby tickets as opposed to energy opening for Chris Webby. So we blew through those tickets and the guy goes, we'll put you in a better spot if you can bring the money over for those 40 tickets. Mm -hmm. I said, well, we already sold it. So I brought it over. He said, okay. So me and Animatronic and Nick um, Hampshire, Lumberjack, all got put on the forefront because we returned the money. But the people that told us of the show got bumped down. So these people were already in line to headline for Chris Webby, but they hadn't sold the tickets yet. And they said, if you can bring the money up front so we can pay Chris Webby the 50% up front or whatever, we'll bump you up. So they bumped us up and bumped, and bumped else everyone down. else down. So there was like six opening acts and we got put into headlining and they, they bumped everyone else down. So all like a week or two before, and I don't think my brother and Dill knows too much of this story. They were the other members of the group. They didn't so know they were. They didn't. Did, well, no, no, they didn't know people had problems with me. Yeah. So I was getting messages leading up to the show saying, you know, if you show up, we're gonna come, you know, fight you. We're gonna come yeah. see you. Da, da da da. And we showed up late for whatever reason. Well, we knew we were headlining, so ride. we. Were. <laughs> <laughs> so no, we headlining. So yeah. all of a sudden, I show up and. The first thing I do is I go right to them. I see them all like kind of every time I'd walk by, all of a sudden you could see, you know when you walk in a room and you You feel people, people are talking about you and you can feel it. And I remember walking by and like everyone kind of ducked down and we sold all of our tickets to Chris Webby fans. So most of the people I didn't even know because it was like, oh, I'm going to pick up 10 tickets or five tickets or whatever. We'll, We'll buy them all. So we, we got, we went there and it's like, a hundred of their people like kind of just hanging out and I'm walking Mm -hmm. by like, oh shit. And I will give (laughs) shout outs to Lumberjack because the dude was really He's like, I'm gonna fight Justin. I'm gonna beat up Justin. And he went over to Lumberjack and Lumberjack goes, you shouldn't be mad at me. You should be mad at the promoter who gave, because he's like, Justin, like, because we both gave it at the same time, but I think they gave it like an hour before. So lumberjack and uh, animatronic Animatronic, were above us. So it's like if we screwed you over, how come we're not headlining? We're second on this freaking on this set list. So he goes, why are you why are you gonna fight Justin? You're not gonna fight me. The same thing happened to us. He goes, you should be (laughs) mad at the promoter. And then when they all clicked and realized it wasn't us they started going towards the promoter and the promoter was ducking them. And every mm. entrance that they were at, they were at the other entrance. And they would keep running around and trying to avoid them because I mean they were rappers. You know what I mean? Like so, they're like they're they're the stereotypical more hood rappers from New Hampshire. But they're like they're more like they're not like me, my brother and Dill rapping about video games. So like so but they were avoiding him and kind of running around and then they they, they just left. They the promoter did not stay at the venue. And the
2: promoter dipped on his own show. He dipped on his own show because he was scared of the dudes that he booked to perform and
0: screwed over and dropped down. That is sketchy business. Yes, it um, is. But that's, you, that was my that was my experience it, opening for Webby. And that's insane.
2: For one, because I've never walked into a show that I'm promoting or, or performing and uh, and been like afraid I was going to get my ass kicked. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, but but also like when you were saying. Pay to play, I feel like uh, if that promoter is doing sketchy enough business that he needs to leave the venue, he's for, doing a lot more than he's like, he's doing sketchy. Yeah. He's yeah, doing yeah. Yeah. Sketchy business if he needs to leave his own venue when he's promoting a show, pay to play, I'll say this right now, what you explained pay to play mm-hmm. to be right? You need to sell X amount of tickets to me. I don't see that as pay to play. I have a different view on pay to play than a lot of other Because you're bus-
0: business oriented.
2: Right, I mean like. Because you've
0: rented venues, uh,
2: you've yeah, booked I, artists. And I and You've I understand. paid the DJ,
0: you've paid the door guy, you paid guy. That's what the thing, thing is,
2: is that these artists, they don't understand that there's a cost to throwing the whole show to begin uh-huh. with. And then you pay the, the headlining artist that everyone wants to perform for. So, you got to make sure that there's heads at the show. So, my thing is if you want me to pay X amount of money to perform, I'm probably going to be like, no. Yeah. Pay, Pay me to perform. Perform. Yeah. But the opportunities that I've gotten is sell X amount of tickets to get this slot, and I'll give you. X amount of tickets for free, you sell those tickets, make That's your own money. That's how it was money.
0: for us too, yeah. yeah. Which
2: I don't feel like it's pay to play because for Chris Webby, I did have to sell tickets. I'm gonna come out right now and say, I had to sell tickets to get that slot, but guess what? I sold every ticket, uh, every single ticket I had, yeah. came back to the promoter and said, give me more, he gave me more, I made money on the tickets, I made money on the merch, yeah. I gained fans from the show, yeah. It was a good experience like that's what you need to do. If you're like, well, I'm, I'm me. Yeah. I should show up and get paid. Well,
0: what do you bring to the table? Yeah.
2: JB can bring a hundred, 200 people do a show on itself and then book acts that are going to bring the other hundred people. Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. doing you're doing hundred, you know, it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun show. Yeah. But people that show up like they are owed something and they're entitled it's it's like it's a poor show. and
0: mm-hmm. um, it's happened time and time again. And I know I know we're kinda closing in on the one hour time frame. So what I wanna oh, do man. is yeah, already. <laughs> so what I wanna do real quick is I want to introduce this video and we'll take a break and we'll come back we're gonna take Instagram questions but I also want to talk about your monthly videos and your EP that, that you're working on so this video right here um, during this break I love this track I, I kind of got a sneak preview and I love how you utilize dill to strengthen your vocals especially in the chorus and the first verse and it's uh, Cotton Candy Skies, is that is that the full name? I should, I should probably yeah, be a little Cotton bit more, okay. So, so this is the, this is one of my favorite tracks that you've put out for real. And um, it's featuring Dee Dwillie and do you have anything to say before we pop it up?
2: I just finished my second beer and I'm ready to watch this music video. It just dropped. So everybody that sees it and likes it, make sure, we're gonna throw the uh, the link in the comments. So make sure you go, go to the YouTube, Subscribe to the channel, like the video, and uh, enjoy.
0: All right, let's pop it in. Oh.
4: (laughs)
3: So romantic about the summertime I'm in love with life Staying up all night Laying on the roof Looking up Staring at the sky Humming lullabies Humming her to sleep Shit I think I'm a dick Tried to kick her out But she won't live She only want me And I don't really want to be lonely So we can chill and we can be homies since so that's what I thought Oh my god How it falls for the girl And still end up on time Damn yeah. I like made me want to thank play. God, damn, hey, yeah, I was just a play, yeah, now I want to lay, yeah, spend the rest of my life getting lost in those eyes, cotton candies mm-hmm. cotton candy Reflections that I see staring in your eyes. Something so sweet, there's no surprise. I'm falling in love with cotton candy, cotton candy, cotton candy, cotton, candy cotton candy skies. Reflections that I see staring in your eyes. Something so sweet, there's no surprise. I'm falling in love with cotton candy, cotton candy skies. Whoa. So with that in that grease up, man, I'm driving a million miles a minute Pull up in that whip and I tell her get in the car Light another G get the puff and leave the car Damn, this shit is loud, uh-huh. head up in the clouds uh-huh. Cotton candy skies. Oh. yeah, they all around yeah. Life is such a tree, high up in the trees, yeah And they never come down, no, no, we never come down Says so she got anxiety, decided to calm you down Look at
2: you, you're perfect.
3: Cotton candy skies, cotton candy skies. Reflections that I see staring in your eyes. Something so sweet, there's no surprise. I'm falling in love with cotton candy, cotton candy skies. Cotton candy skies, cotton candy skies. Reflections that I see staring in your eyes. Something so sweet, there's no surprise. I'm falling in love with cotton candy, cotton candy skies. Whoa.
0: I think – sorry about that, guys. Um, so I think one of my favorite things about that video, again, is how you utilize dill and how it just brings out so much of your vocals, which I never imagined. Like, And not to, like, attack either of you, but I felt like I, first hearing you guys working together and him just complimenting you, I couldn't hear it like or picture it. Right. And then all of a sudden I heard it on the track, and I'm like – this works so who 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 made that track by the way or like that vi- that so, video is crazy yeah. by the way.
2: So, let's talk about that, man, because this was not like me. This is a team effort. Everything I do is a team effort, but this one, man, like I all I could think in the back of my head, I was like, I can't tell I cannot wait to tell people how hard my team goes. Because so the track was originally produced by um, Dave
0: on. Oh, dope. Um,
2: dope. But I should say, um, it was Dave on
0: 2012. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, he had a sale for he had a beats sale. before. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So your boy Bone on a budget back in college, I bought it in 2015.
0: It's like five bucks a piece or something. something yeah. Something crazy. 2015. Cheap. Yeah.
2: Um, so I actually spoke to Dave on the phone. And I was supposed to uh, just make sure that you know we, we go by his pseudonym of, of what he went by back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know it doesn't speak to his production value anymore. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's the he's dude different. Is, yeah, is, is a is a very 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 talented. He's producer. a powerhouse
0: now. Yeah. Um,
2: so let me just say that was a 2012 beat by him. Uh, I bought it in 2015 sat on it and just was like, it's a cool vibe, man. Maybe I'll use it for like a cypher or something. Um, and then I, you know, this is the last day of summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, we need like a one, one last like ode to summer track. So uh, my boy Skelly beats, uh, who is a producer that I work closely with. Um, he did a uh, way we roll. Yep. Um, he did conscience. He will have some stuff in the future we'll talk about, but um, he not only uh, co-produced to add in some some uh, sweeps and pads and things like that to really make it dynamic. Um, but I mean, he helped on the uh, on the mixing towards the end. Uh, in 13 ball DeLorme he 13 ball records most of my stuff yeah. uh, and, and mixes I mean if not records all of my stuff but re- records most of my stuff and mixes most of my stuff and Ian mixed it great and then when Skelly added in things to the beat he you know beefed it up mixed it a little bit more killed it and then mastered it
0: and to this beautiful. Do you know who really killed it? Ready Set Toast. Exactly. Killed New it. The video. I
2: mean, as you guys know, I've been doing monthly videos and we'll talk about that, but Ready Set Toast is uh, aka Eric Cameron. I met him uh, just this this past um, year on a on a token music video shoot. And uh, and when we met you know, I was like, oh, here's another dude with a camera, and um, basically what happened was Trevor Finney, um, shout out to Trev, I know he wanted me to drink, I should
0: <laughs> crack another beer. You should probably, yeah, we we'll <clears throat> both drink for that, because Trevor was, was just here last, and the thing I love about like these guests time and time again is like we're all interconnected, and it's more so than just me. Because obviously, like every get, most of the guests, I'm gonna know them somehow through the grapevine. Whether right. I was introduced to them, but every single person, I mean, Dill knows Trevor because Trevor shot Dill's video. Yeah. You know Trevor, and then you linked him up with Project Two, and now he's doing all this crazy right. shit. And then now you're on, which is yeah.
2: Yeah, it was crazy to watch Trevor's interview, and you know when he shouted me out, it just it warmed my heart. But I was sitting in the studio with Thirteen Ball and Ready Set Toast. And uh, actually, I think it was Hogan. I think D. D. was there earlier that day, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Eric, uh, ready? Said toast. I let him take creative control for this music video.
0: A music video. So, I think one of my favorite shots is the beginning, where the the orb or whatever around you initially goes with the the kicks of the drum right and like it, and it then it expands second, and, and it then creates really the go. cotton candy skies
2: because that's it's it it brings you into the world and then once you're into that world man like all of these things happen and like i did have a, a slight request of the lightning
0: yeah the lightning was yeah that's but he
2: nailed it i mean like I don't know if, if this is like a spoiler, but like, guys, I can't control lightning. That was a, a video Okay. That. I don't know, like, am I supposed okay. to tell like, Yeah, you can't, you, you have to, <laughs>
0: so, a magician never reveals his right. tricks.
2: So yeah. Ready, said Toast killed it. I let him have creative control and I said, yo, I want you, you know, to make it, um, just as dope as possible. Um, I want to have this color scheme and oh yeah, for this line, I want to have some lightning effects. That's it. The
0: John Travolta
2: line. Right. John yeah. Travolta. Yeah. With it. I'm glad you got that. Of course. Bars. I love that shit. <laughs> but um. And but, yeah, the, the whole team, because the, the fact of the matter is, is I make this shit look easy and I'm like, yo, music videos dropping on Friday, but low key, like, you know. It's a lot of work. There's, yeah, there's, there's steps and like, sometimes things don't cooperate. We, uh we have all these guys that do such a good job and then you know you upload it and, and something with the render happens like earlier today. Um, we had something with the render where there was a skip. It was nothing Eric did. It was It was just the way it outputted, It just, it. Yeah.
0: It just had a problem. I've, I've totally had that problem time and time again. But right. the thing that's insane about you is you're putting out these videos monthly So like every month I have something to tune into. So I'm always... Because obviously I follow you. I'm a fan of what you do. And the thing I love about you is the grind and consistency. And you're always putting out music. And like I feel with a lot of local hip hop, they're always... And I do it too. You know, I'm I'm one to blame too because I, I take two three years between projects and I have no music videos that come out. So, but, but with you, w- you sat down and I think it was a Gary V interview. And I might have spoken about this on the podcast before, but I want to bring it back up. He was interviewing Kyle, um, uh, who uh who did the. Correct me, John, if if I already spoke about this, but Kyle did the song with Lil Yachty. Yeah. So
2: so Kyle is actually one of my. That's Huge where you pulled that influence
0: from.
2: Well, or, I actually don't. I never seen this. Interview. Okay, so, that's what I'm saying. I, I wanted. So, I, this is so, why I'm so surprised because Gary V. By the way, I love Gary Vee, Watch his stuff all the time. Um, and Kyle is an artist that I've been following for a long time, and I love. So for you to tell me that there's a Gary Vee Video dude, that, so, with Kyle it's that like talks a blog. about
0: this. Yeah, it's a it's a vlog where he interviews Kyle. And one of the things that Gary brought up is he does these vlogs daily, you know, like all the time he puts out he feels quantity over quality to a degree because the more stuff you put out and the more music you put out the more because I I Feel like I'm I'm repeating the same thing from the last interview uh, or the last podcast but um, like for instance Drake In my feelings was not supposed to be a single it was kind of like somewhat a throwaway track and then the Shiggy challenge came out and it blew that off the map and Drake had so many songs to really pull that from and with this interview he talked about if you have quantity 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 consistency something's bound to blow up because you're you're putting out stuff at the wall something's something's bound to stick and what happened with Kyle is he I think he took inspiration from Gary Vee and he said, I'm going to do the same thing and I'm not going to sit on my music. And when I put music out and I think one of the funny things is Gary Vee almost called Kyle out for sitting on I Spy because Kyle was sitting on that and Gary Vee was almost pissed because that's crazy. Because he's like Lil Yachty's big when, when that song yeah. came out. He's like, that song is so, that artist is so huge. He's he's Everywhere he just got you know he just got sponsored by Sprite, he's doing all these oh crazy things. God, just, I think the Target commercial too was just around the corner, right. and remember. he's doing all these crazy things, and then all of a sudden Kyle was sitting on the song until Kyle said, You know what? I'm gonna put out the song, and moving forward, I'm gonna put out a song every month.
4: Right. That, that's that. literally
0: what he's that's what he said. He said, I'm wow. gonna put out a song every month. I'm gonna make sure I consistently put out music. And Gary V said, You should. Again, for the same reason where it's like you put out so many tracks something's bound to stick and it's not because it's the best song But it might just someone might make a dance out of it Someone might make a viral video out of it when vine was popping There's so many songs that blew up just because of vine and like someone either making fun of the video like I know so many random Drake tracks or random um, other artists that blew up because of vine because someone took the intro to a song or two lines from the song and made a funny video about it and it blew out of proportion. And I think that's what Gary V says. It's like, if you put it out enough material, something's bound to stick. And I think that's why I love about your work ethic and the consistency because there's no one locally and even on a major scale that's pushing to make sure that a video comes out every month. And I, I, I love that you're putting out these monthly thank videos. Thank you, man, thank
2: you, man. Cause it is a lot of work and like I, I've had a, I've had a ton of fun with it, uh, because I've been growing as an artist. That's the that's the real reason I started doing it. Is I didn't expect any of these to stick. I expected to to push myself, see what I'm capable of, and and just make as much art as possible. Because I saw myself making an album, and then like uh, two or three hit songs. You know what I mean? Like. People were like I dropped the local celebrity album right people only know the songs that I made videos for yeah the way I work creatively I have a video for every single song I write because I see it concept wise I see it when I write the lyrics every single time so I was like frustrated in local celebrity making the album because I was like I can only, you know, really make yeah. these these music videos for a couple and those were the ones that did well, but I feel like all these other songs
0: I don't them get heard dice. enough. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So I said, I'm gonna make a music video every single one. So for this year, and it's also, it's leading into a bigger project, Happy New Year. But but with the the monthly music videos, I feel like I've grown so much this year as an artist, and working with a new artist like uh, Ready, Set, Toast, working with a new videographer, because what I was saying before is, I worked, used to work with Trevor, and um, and Trevor Finney, uh, we made great music videos together, and right when I was like, we're gonna do a, a music video every month, and he was game, he was on set, and then guess what happens? He goes on tour with Joyner He gets Joyner a contract Lucas. with
0: Atlantic, which is, yeah. So
2: now, he's he's going to, he's, he went on tour to with yeah. and he was like, dude, I don't know how to say this, but you gotta find someone else. Yeah. And yeah. I, I threw a couple names at him, and I'm gonna be honest, like Trev cared enough about my music that he said, nah, don't go with that guy. You Did he
0: co-sign Eric?
2: Absolutely.
0: No shit, so, I, so one of the main reasons why you picked Ready, Set, Toast is Trevor's co-sign
2: when I say this is a team it's a f- it's a full-on team man like pro- like as Trevor said, you know what I mean like him working with project two I was I hired project two and said i want ca- I want Trevor to camera operate yeah it's kind of the same thing passing down the torch yeah I said to Trevor like if if I gotta have somebody else, you know help me he- yeah. here's the people that we've met. And he was like, not that dude, not that dude, not that dude. I bring up Eric's name and he's like, he has an eye. That dude has an eye. No shit. He, he is a, you know, like, Do they know each other out of, out of context? Well, when like, I met Eric, Is Eric, Eric from Legendary or? No, no, okay. no, no. Eric's from Gloucester, Massachusetts. Um, but, but what, when I met Eric at the token shoot, Trevor was standing next to me. So we met him at the same time and then he followed with social media. So that you know, and and honestly, it's crazy. Like this dude was messaging me, being like, "Yo, this video that you just did with Travis sick," and I'm like, "Yeah, I've been liking your stuff, man. Like not ever thinking we would necessarily work together because I yeah, I, I you had just other, make I it small talk. Too. And
0: it's funny because I I've done the same with Eric because I don't necessarily do music videos, okay. but I've networked with him just to pick his brain. And I I think I initially met him at your birthday party and i just sh- shot the shit with them and then i was like okay like it was it's 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 one of those things where you can tell when you're talking to people cuz there's some people that are full of shit and there's some people that yeah. can talk a big game yeah. and they can they can say because I remember, okay, I've been doing it so fucking long, and I don't want to be like, oh, look, I'm, I'm a grandfather. Yeah. But what happens is, there's so grandfather many <laughs> of in grandfather of hip hop, grandfather of New Hampshire hip hop. Um, but like, Birth there's date. so there's so <laughs> many people that I've interacted with that slapped me with a price, and then I watched their videos, I'm like, you're full of shit. Yeah. I was like, I could do this with my, holding up my freaking iPad, and shooting the same freaking music video, and do it myself, and that's half the reason hey. the videos I put out, I know. That sexual but- vanilla video was done with an iPhone by <laughs> q Quick. That's why I'm talking shit. It was gold. <laughs> So it's it's one of those things where I ended up. <laughs> oh,
3: stop! Stop, please. So one oh of the things, gosh, one great. of the things that's, that's um,
0: cool. I I learned editing music videos. And initially, like you know, like I do it for like I did it for my Kickstarter and I did it for other stuff. Those are sick. Just because I was so infuriated by all these videographers mm-hmm. giving me quotes on, and I watch their videos, I'm like, this is shit. I was like, you're gonna give me a quote for a grand for this video, and I can't even. I I can watch it, and the thing is too is Dill, was part of Henergy, he went to school for film. So right. like we both like. You so maybe it. I'm like, oh well, maybe that's the best I can get. And then Dill's like, no, this is shit too. So he he's he's calling them out, and he's like, oh no, like this is terrible mu- like videography, and it's it's one of those things where I I felt like I was like, no, I'm I'm gonna learn it myself, but then there are some good people like Trevor and the Eric's. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, when I,
2: when I started working with Trevor, it was, it was us graduating from the iPhone It was yep. let's get a real dude. And he, he made crazy music videos for me. And then when I worked with, luckily, I chose to work with project two so early on, that I set a bar for myself. That yeah. I, I was like, you know what, Qu- like this quality is
0: where I want my music. Where I want it. Like, and
2: then there's you know affordability paid, like played into that. Yeah, but, of course. But working with Trevor, you know, what I mean, like we always had quality videos. So when he said, "Dude, I'm going on tour with Joyner," I I can't do your all your videos. Uh, and we still work together on some of them when he's available. But you know, finding that next guy was huge, and with Eric, I have tested him time and time again. Our August music video, uh, D.O.B., um, which I love that video by the bug way, bug out, yes, yeah, so out cool. bug out from Grand Estate Legend. Um, <laughs> he had never done a cinematic a video before, storytelling. That's cool, music video, and I was like this is going to be your first and that's why on this one it was very much so in his realm it was very much about now let me give you the reign.
0: opportunity to yeah to because, yourself, yeah
2: because we had done we had done uh our first music video together was um and i can't even think of the name it was, conscious no, it was in May. It was just uh, Trevor was conscience, and then following that, um, well, I guess technically he edited the footage that was shot for Snow Angel, but but the first time we shot together, yeah, yeah, yeah. was just another rap.
0: Yeah, 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 the and, one in the
2: grocery store. And he knocked that out of the park with his edits. His, he calls them scribble edits. Edits. I think that's what they're called. And people were like, that was so clean. And I was like, all right, this kid's got it. And then we did all that. Mm -hmm. And so he was killing it. And I said, I want to test you. Let's do something you've never done before. Knock that out of the park. So then I was like, all right, let's do something where, like, it's all you. Knock that out of the park. So just wait to see what we're going to do next because, like, I'm consistently working with Ready, Set, Toast. We're doing a lot more. You'll still see videos from from Trevor Finney with me. You'll still see videos with Project 2 coming. But Ready, Set, Toast is is nailing everything that I put in front of him right
0: now. It's awesome. Real quick, I got to talk shit. Let's talk shit. Fuck you, everyone that's watching or who was watching earlier. Because you thought you could get me to 67. And you're barely in the thirties. Yeah, so wow. you guys can't nice. you guys can't even get me drunk. Like look at this. I mean this is <laughs> this was half drunk before I got this. But you guys can't even get me to forty. To forty. This is Why what is it called? Whispering ASMR? Is that what
3: it is? Where people whisper.
0: And do these noises. Guys, I
2: don't know why he's That's asking crazy. you to like it. Is no it lot. ASMR I think
1: it's doesn't, drunk? doesn't make you upset that ASMR like, podcasters huge. have like 30,000. Have you heard ears? about Oh my this? God, I
2: have heard about this. Wait, the people that now whisper. that makes sense. Yeah. I heard this on the radio,
1: like, right? Hey guys, no. so what
0: we're going to talk about today is Joe Kelly's music career. Oh my so God, what God, I'm going to do... <laughs> <laughs> so what we're wow, going to do is... that bad. So, um, so we'll skip we'll skip over that. But I, I heard you mention Happy New Year. Is that the name of your EP? No. Why did you mention it? Like, like Happy New Year
2: was. So, so everyone's been asking me um, about these monthly music videos. If they're culminating to some, and
0: they're culminating to the new
2: year. Yeah, they're not coming culminating to an album. They're culminating to a music video coming on Happy New Year. I've been doing. Uh, happy new year since 2016 since quite literally the start of my career I uh, sexual vanilla as you've all seen now um, came out in 2015 and that's when JB introduced me to the local rap scene to start performing 2016 I woke up on New Year's and said what's different everyone said new year new me and I said (laughs) that was huge that year too I said What's different? I said I'm I'm still chilling with the same people doing the same damn things at the, what was that the same job. People
0: what? People Poor poor pool.
2: Oh, I guess I mispronounced like, something. <laughs> oh I no I thought you
0: <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah I'm so I wasn't sure <laughs> if you said new purple or new people. Same purple, same purple every day, same purple. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: same people, same same shit. Different day, right? I I didn't think of New Year, New Me. I thought of it's tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's it's the next day. Nothing's changed. So, I woke up that morning hungover. I finished the Roach from the blunt from the night before, and I wrote. I started writing and I wrote out of frustration. I wrote about like how nothing's changed, and came up with this hook. And, I, and, it, and in it, I say, uh, Happy New Year, it's like the ball never even dropped. Another year passed, the clock's still tick-tock. They say time ain't shit, but it's never gonna stop. And, uh, and I, I made this song, and I, I rushed it. I, I hit up Q-Quick, got a beat, he came over to my basement. We recorded on a USB mic and we put out a song on SoundCloud. The next year, I talked about what I've done in that year, in the year 2016. I, you know, I I turned myself around. I really got my music to a, a place where like people were watching me. And and when they're watching, you know, I I came out with my first, I came out with my first CP. Miller time. Yep, Miller time. I came on my first EP. I did my first tour. You know, I quit my job and went on tour, and then, and just in New England. But, but then I, I, you know, I dropped my first album, uh, Consumer Behavior. Uh, I dropped the Sour Patch Music video. Even before that, I dropped an Independence Day with Trevor Finney. Uh, me and Trevor went and did Sour Patch. Then we did You Got a Drink. Um, <laughs> oh I don't know that song <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah then we dropped uh you know hippity hop and you know people just working with project two people were looking at me differently.
0: seriously yeah. so now
2: happy new year 2016 was the first happy new year happy new year 2017 trevor shot his first one-shot music video and he's walking backwards on the, on the sidewalks of Manchester. Now he owns the URL one take competition yeah. and he's turned like the dude it shoots the best one yeah. takes in the freaking country in my opinion. Yeah. And, and so and then this year you did New York. Yeah. So that was 2017. So then 2018 it was like, let's up it again. And what way to up that we went to New York for the ball drop and we shot there. For Happy New Year, twenty eighteen, another video with Trevor. So now twenty nineteen, the only natural thing is to take it up a notch. Yeah. And everyone's wondering how are you gonna
0: Top take new it York. up a notch yeah.
2: from New York ball drop? That's what the the whole world watches on yeah. New Year's, right? Well, you're gonna see, and uh, and we have big plans for it. So it's 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 gonna be a a brand new year, and that year is gonna bring new music as well. Um,
0: and I think, I think we're very similar in that fashion because I feel like with my birthday show or even this podcast, I feel there's... Okay. Is that me or him? I don't know. I just, uh, I just, <laughs>
2: I just saw a heart and also so, I was thirsty. I think
0: we're very similar in that fashion because I feel with every birthday show I do, I try to bring it one more notch. Either bringing more people, changing venues. And I feel if you don't set goals for yourself you can just settle. Because there's so many things, think about everything in life. You take your job, like you can settle with your job and do the same thing every day. Or you can look to say, these are the goals I want to achieve. I want a higher position, or I want to switch companies and get a higher position. And then with this podcast, I feel the same thing where it's like every episode, I mean the first episode we had a black backdrop. Now we have a real backdrop. Now we have 1080p. Now we're we're venturing off into different things. And I feel that if you don't set personal goals to yourself, as stupid as that is, because if you really think about it, if you tell anyone, set personal goals, you're like, that is the most generic thing you Mm -hmm. can, well, Don't say that, yeah. Well, no, but I mean... Set personal goals. Yeah, people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to set personal goals. Thanks, man. Like, I don't know any... It's like, no. If you have a drive for something, it's so much different than if you're just coasting along because if you're like, I'm eventually going to release this project or I'm going to eventually do this or whatever. It's like, no. Take your first footstep and take every step after that and push because then... it's And we see it with music because you'll be like, all right, I want this upgraded producer. You know, I I, I don't need my friends to do the, the videos or do the music or do the recording I want to achieve a higher quality for myself and for other people I want to set the goal of getting this many followers I want to set the goal of the music video being this dope because I've seen my music videos in the past why are you gonna set like so you think about every single music video you've done and obviously it's a little bit different because you're doing monthly but I'm sure you're thinking the same way where it's like alright this music video was this dope but next video it's got to be at least as dope if not higher and you got to keep striving for something even if your personal goals are to be better than your last you're still aiming towards something so you don't have to be like i need to have the a viral video with a million views you can be like my video just has to be better than the last or my project my next project has to have better quality or better anything or it needs to sell more I need to do more shows or my birthday show let's change venue let's have 200 people let's sell out this venue oh we sold out this venue let's hit the next venue that's bigger and sell out that one and you always need to push the envelope and I think we're similar in that fashion just particularly in the New Year's videos where it's like all right I did this I did that now I did New York now I, I I can't I can't be worse than the New right, York video. Right.
2: Right. The 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 one year thing is very similar to you because you you done the 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 JB 2016, 17, 18, like it it was like a, a one year mark to really say how much has have I done I done yeah. yeah so with you thinking of that year round because a lot of people have New Year's resolutions. For January. And then what happens? And then you come back around November, December, and you're like
0: Nothing's happening.
2: Oh man, I really <laughs> didn't stick with that, right? So I I decided, you know, twenty eighteen, it's That's like computer. when I say something out to the, the public, like I'm gonna do monthly music videos. Now I have to do it. Yeah. Like this isn't easy at all. No. But thankfully I have a team that helps me with it and and we, we all accomplish it together and we grow and I learn so much more about people. And then now I have a, a comfort going into 2019 where
0: I don't, you can have, look back and see what you've done?
2: I'm, I look back yearly, but I'm going to be looking back in a lot of a grander scheme sometime from now and it's not going to be in the next year. I'm going to be looking back in a, in a grand scheme because I want to keep this pace. So I'm not looking back far enough yet. I'm looking back and making sure I'm still moving along. But what's important is, is not to sacrifice for the sake of a, of a deadline. That's something that I, I am guilty of and everyone that's worked with me will say it. They're like, why? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, this has to come out. Like we're doing monthly music yeah. videos. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And they're like, ah. Oh. They're like. Well, because you, things happen. I mean, me you what? You time. woke up this morning or, or yesterday and the video you had a render problem.
2: Let me tell you something, all
0: right? It's out of your control.
2: It's completely out of my control. My life is completely out of my control, okay? I have been up past 3 a.m every single night this week. It's not something that a healthy human being does. It's something where I'm looking at sacrifices now, knowing that the future is going to be awesome. And the only reason I know that is because where I was in 2015 shooting that Sexual Vanilla video mm-hmm. versus h- sitting here on ShotBet with you talking about all the amazing things that last have already years? Happened yeah Yeah, yeah. Clearly, hard work pays off. Yeah, like,
0: and that's all it takes. And like, with that being said, you're still putting hard work in because I hear you're putting out an EP in March, right?
2: So that that whole culmination to the the Happy New Year, that's gonna seal the deal for for all these uh, these months working towards bettering myself as an artist, understanding what I'm exactly capable of and understanding what I want. Yeah. And then I'm going to, to nail this Happy New Year 2019 video. You guys are gonna love it. I, I don't even, it's not even close to made. I've never, I haven't written the song yet. I'm gonna say that. I haven't written <laughs> the song and I can tell you right now, you're gonna love it. Because, because of all the stuff that I've made, I know that my quality has increased a lot more than it was and I'm not I'm not big I'm not anything but personal goals is what we talked yeah. about and I think when you say personal goals people try to set their bar low so that they
0: know that they achieve they can't it. get disappointed
2: and I publicly set my goals so that other people can well, hold Well, there's I think there's
0: two types of people in the world. There's people that set the bar low, so they're not disappointed. Because you can't get below the bar because it's set that low. Right. And then there's people that set the bar high because they feel that they're gonna disappoint themselves if they don't reach that point. So it's like they're gonna grind to make sure that this happens because anything less is gonna be a disappointment. But then if you set the bar down here, even if you're right here, you're happy with what you did, but there's a big, big, big difference between staying the bar low and saying the bar
2: high right. for yourself. There's the
1: in between, and right. it's like I was waiting for the shoot for the moon. <laughs> shoot even for if the you moon. fail, you'll land among the stars. <laughs> you'll
0: you'll land in the stars. <laughs> so, can you tell us true. anything about the EP? Do you have a name? Do you have how many songs? Do so, you have anything so about right it? So right now, I know March is a date that you
2: said. So right now, happy New Year is is my biggest focus but just know that everything that that you guys are seeing there's a lot of behind the scenes happening like prior so happy new year I'm gonna be working throughout the end of this year to finish at the same time I'm working on EP it's executively produced by Skelly Beats. Mm-hmm. He's also going to be mastering it. It's going to be recorded and mixed at Project 2. That's dope. By two engineers, Connor Hayes and 13 Ball. Oh, dope. Okay. So 13 Ball is my, is my everyday my Ride engineer. or die. He's my brother. MOCG Media. You're gonna see a lot of things from that as well. Good. We have we have a lot of things going, but but as far as this EP, I'm I'm taking the skills that I've learned this year. I'm writing about life and uh, and the crazy road that it is, and the EP is going to be dropping in March. It's going to be called. Give me an Oscar. It's gonna be four songs. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Um. You can expect it for the same date as
0: the Oscars. Okay. And uh. <laughs> I won't pry anything out of you because I right. know I know what because, it is because Cause I know with smile not cry later I hit everything yeah, until it dropped. And And then I said, Oh, here, these people might be featured. And and then my,
2: my last, my last interview that I did with, um, uh, coffee Coffee talks with, with Samantha, I wanted to, you know, let people know the EPs in the works guys, like it's common, but I didn't want to let it on too much. And now I want to say, give me an Oscar has multiple meanings. Um, there's a reason I'm doing it. A lot of people are like, the Oscars are not even like music related. Like what is this?
0: I'm already stoked for it because because of the double meanings. Cause I feel like, like, and I don't want to like talk for you regarding the concept of the album. But the first thing that speaks to me is give me an Oscar almost like it's like when we're doing music and we're performing on stage and we're making this music, you set this persona for yourself where it's like almost like things are the I mean there's multiple things that things don't bother you as much you're you're this cocky person on stage like you are an unstoppable force and you have to put on this persona on stage in order for fans to believe you or if you're depressed or sad or make music you have to like make people believe that like and like you you can't fake it there's- like it's it's so you you have to set set your like go beyond what you're actually feeling just for people to realize that it's hitting home
2: there's so much there's so much to it um but yes like you you hit the nail right on the head as an artist he gets it but i mean give me an oscar is going to culminate a lot of uh the idea of being rewarded for your work the idea of
0: um acting acting like yeah it's <laughs> yeah. just like life that's is the first thing i thought acting. of i didn't even think about a war i just thought of acting right so, beyond anyone so, else
2: so there's like the reward for your work there's acting there's also like you know stature if you're at an awards show things like that I- i'm gonna be se- i'm gonna be all right so i'll give you guys a little anecdote the second song is called the grouch because of Oscar the Grouch, I'm uh, I'm a fan of the Oscar the Grouch. So like, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are going to tie in, um, but I'm very 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 excited for the album or uh, not the album I'm sorry the EP because this is an EP that we're gonna have live drums recorded for because Decibel Hip Hop is going to record live so drums cool. for it
0: i love live instruments In
2: every yeah. show following the drop of the ep You're gonna have them on we're gonna stage have it's so some cool. live drums baby so the team that i spoke about before man like we're gonna have um the the production from skelly
0: we're gonna have the, and it go, and it goes back to that setting your bar high. You yeah. want to you want to have it produced and mixed by Skelly. You want to have it engineered and recorded at Project Two. You want to have live instrumentation. Right. You want all these things for you because there's no going back from here. There's you no already back. set your standard right here, and if you're going to go back to the standard of recording in your own. Um, in your own house or your own yeah. microphone or your we desktop. From, we started from the basement yeah. of my house and then now you're recording at, so, but right now we're going to take some comments and I know there was a mm. lot of Instagram comment or uh, questions for you too. So let's, let's take some questions from the crowd, please. Oh, we're going to go right into Instagram. Okay. So, um, Willie wants to know, do you feel as if there's a stigma behind calling yourself a rapper in, today, today's, in today's society? So that's
2: funny. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think you have a drink. But um,
0: thanks for reminding me.
2: Just saying. Um, so shout out D. Dwilly for killing it on uh, the vocals on our last track, "Cotton Candy Skies," that just dropped today. But um, but I'm glad he said that because the whole. A uh, rapper thing, right? So uh, when I met my girlfriend's parents, they said, "What do you do?" And I said, "Oh I'm yeah, a rapper."
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I, I I totally get that. I'm a rapper. Anyone, I, anyone. It doesn't even matter that parents are the worst, but anyone, anyone, yeah, anyone. anyone. You got to be like, "Oh, I'm a rapper," and like, and
2: and that's cool. The first the first step that came with it was saying it
0: with your chest. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, yeah. You can't be like you can't oh, whisper you know, under like your breath, yeah.
2: I rap. You gotta be like, oh, so I'm you're a-
0: unemployed? Is what you're saying? Right, <laughs> you know, that's like what that's, that's, that's what they so got. I, I jump like, to you right I'm away. I'm a rapper.
2: And then if they have any questions, I'm happy to answer them. I, I remember uh, there was a close friend, uh, family friend of of my girlfriend's that you know he like you know he put his arm around me, started asking me all these questions, you know, what and I just I just answered every question because I'm good at what I do and I work very hard at what I do and I have proven time a, and time a, again a, a pace yeah. that shows that I'm going in the You're right growing. direction yeah. like, you know what I mean there's no there's no question about the at least direction it's not about like you know how much I have as much as just like it, it's going up and so I think there is a huge stigma behind it but just like all the other negative things in the world, I'm just like,
0: yeah. Well, see, I think I think the, th- I think the thing that's interesting is, back when the internet and social media wasn't as prevalent in today's society, the stigma was still there because when we were doing hetergy, I mean, we were Facebook was just starting. I mean, some of my early music it was promoting on MySpace. Mm-hmm. So like all this, stigma all these stigmas have. Continue time and time again because you're from New Hampshire. Mm. What do you know about hip-hop? What do you know about like talking about the struggle? What do you know and people have this like Like this notion about like the preconceived notion about you that they already know That you're not because I feel music is oversaturated nowadays because it's so accessible to everyone yeah, and it's hard to go through all the bad music. And I mean, we've seen it. We go to open mics, we go to all these things, and there's a lot of people that do one song and then they're not doing music ever again. And this one song, they put all their effort for maybe a day. And they're like, I want to be a rapper. And then that's it. Yeah. And there's there's this negative stigma where it's like, they've heard it all, but they don't hear the people that are committed because what happens is your name and my name and D. Willie's name is all, Put in the same category and group as all these open micers right. that will n- you'll never see them on the stage ever again.
2: Yeah, and and I, and I don't and I don't want to discourage people from trying. I just want to say that it's not for everyone. And you, sh- if you have an an urge, if you have that little itch, right? Scratch it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Go for it. Go hard. Go hard because the one thing that I said when we made "Sexual Vanilla," the, 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 reason, the reason that I'm going <laughs> to say this is, the reason that we made this music video <laughs> was because Clueless came to me. We were sitting at a gas station. And he said, "I want to be a rapper," and I was like, "Okay, all right." Last last week, you wanted to be a model. What's up? <laughs> 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 and, and that's no offense to him because he's, he's doing great right now and everything he's doing and I love him. He's a brother to but me. But I, I get it, yeah. And he, but he set a fire in me that has yet to go out. Yeah. And, and so he said, I want to be a rapper. I said, look, if you put 100% of yourself
1: it's into one
2: thing, you will get it. There's nothing in the world that can stop you from that. Better yet, I'm going to put 100% of myself into making sure that you also get this somewhere down the line, I
0: realized that it's not, It wasn't 100%. Changed. Yeah, passions yeah, changed. So
2: changed. So I'm not saying that he's never gonna release music again. I mean, you might have I'm wanted just,
0: to be a firefighter when you're a kindergartner. Right. I mean, things, things do, change do over time. Do you wanna time. know what I wanted to be? I wanted to be
2: a professional
0: wrestler. I went
2: to school for professional wrestling in high school and I uh, I remember stepping in the ring. Uh, Sasha Banks is like a, a, a divas champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's been to WrestleMania or whatever. Uh, the first time she stepped into a ring was with me. We were body slamming each other when I was sixteen years old, and and when I when I decided I didn't want to do that anymore, and then I saw I I started baby I was babysitting these kids years later. And they want to watch wrestling. We flick on the TV. And these people are running down the ramp that I used to wrestle with. And I was like, man, if I didn't give up on my dream, I could be living it. And that's what really set in with me. So when Cam came to me and said, I want to be a rapper, I set said... Set a
0: fire on you. I,
2: I was like, if you... If you put 100% of yourself into something, you will get it, well, I've, so I I've, I've, I've yeah, never I've, stopped.
0: I've always felt that if you don't put your all into something, it's not worth it. It's, it's not, not, right not worth all. it. because it, Same thing with school, mm-hmm. same thing with your job, same thing with anything. If you don't put your all into it, it's you. people can tell. So um, Let's take the next question. But I think we're gonna take the next question. So how old were you when you wrote your first song? Was Sexual Vanilla your first song? No, I mean, So
2: what people don't know is So Sexual Vanilla came out on a album with a trio called Colegit Entertainment. Um, And so collegiate, which we called ourselves because it was spelled Colegit because we were in college together. It was me, Clueless and Q Quick. Uh, The reason you didn't see Q Quick in Sexual Vanilla is because he was the guy with the iPhone operating the camera. Um, But he was also a producer for it um but we did the we we remixed the difference that's how i brought everyone together i said you know cam wants to be a rapper okay i said i love this song by dr dre yeah and uh as we all did let's all kill it let's all do a, a verse so um if you really search the interwebs i'm sure you'll find it it's out there um but uh it's a poorly done remix of difference, uh, or I'm sorry of yeah, the difference. And, and we wrote about it, but now I feel like my first song isn't that like, I, I think a first song of like, I came up with the hook and everything. You know what I mean? So on that same project, I had a solo song called McFly, which is the only beat I ever yep. produced. Yeah, right, I had yeah. a demo of a Free Loops, and I'm sitting there hitting the buttons, and it's very, uh, I used the term before, but poorly done. Oh yeah, um, I, I've,
0: I've been in the same boat, because I remember in high school, I was at Pinkerton, I remember having my first song engineered true. by Alex Rendon, okay. You haven't drank twice! You went up from 26 to 28, get out of here. So,
1: aggression. You want to talk oh, yeah. shit,
0: get hit. So I remember in high school, Alex Rendone actually it yeah. was like, Alex Rendone and Jing Harris were both like, oh, like, you know, like you should do music with us. And they were in the Wake Up Call. And then the drummer was like, you like hip hop? Let's do hip hop. And then he made a beat, and we made a song, and it was in Reason. It wasn't in Frody Loops. Yeah, yeah. And Thirteen Ball used Reason yeah
2: we recorded uh, another time. My first uh, so. So another time baby.
0: Anyways, we'll, we'll take the next question is, are you ever going to do a second song with Jacobson?
2: 200% yes. Uh, when I was talking about, uh, Portland before going up to Maine, you know, that's a place that first accepted me out of my own, uh, city. I, you know, I, I went up to a city I had never been. I stepped out of my car and someone down the street was like, is that just for kicks? And I was like, wow, things are different. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are different now. Um, and then through the, the main circuit, I met um, Jacobson, who is an incredibly talented artist. You oh, he's guys, killing it right now. You guys all need to check out um, Sam Jacobson. He is he he's just, by- he's
0: just. He's about to hit his one year anniversary on the October tape, too. Oh my god yeah. i mean that tape
2: i was i i remember waiting for it to come out i remember like the feelings of like when it first dropped and i listened to it that dude makes such high quality yeah. music It's killing it now too. when we when we uh did a, a collab together it was prior to the october tape and it was kind of to to gain some momentum and uh and what we did was we remixed cheers, cheers. so i want to say cheers to all the all the people watching right now everyone should take a drink for this one because that was one of the funnest remixes i ever did we went down to cheers in boston and recorded this music video um about the show cheers and like and we just we we had fun i remember practicing the verses with him and everything and we were just both so early in our career so Absolutely, man. I mean, when the time is right, we are gonna both be in such different places than we were in the first song. Everything
3: and I plays. just can't
2: wait to make just great art with you. Um, shout out to Jacobson. Everybody should go follow him on Instagram. Uh, Jacobson R N L N, which actually right stands—it stands for
0: real name last name because his name is Sam Jacobson. Um, John, could you do me a favor? Um, I know we're just about to hit the two hour mark. Can we take a quick three minute break just to use the bathroom and recollect?
2: And then we're taking the rest of the questions.
0: Yes. So the thing I'm pissed about... I let let's let me get right into being pissed. What is this number? <laughs> what is this number? Why am I beating JFK? All of you guys watching, Bruh. move from here to here. Honestly, because,
2: at this point, I dare you. Let's go. No, I, wa- I want you to finish the six-pack because I'm going to be pissed.
0: Times. And we're gonna, let's take this next question and and pretty soon I want to talk, oh! Yes! <laughs> do, 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 do! All right, take another question. Let's go. What do you prefer, skateboard or BMX? And I apologize for spelling skateboard, scatboard I was gonna say, was
2: that how the the question came in? No, this, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, so, um, I actually don't do either. Shh! <laughs> Are we gonna go back into the, the, the ASMR part two? <laughs> so uh, what we're gonna say uh, is uh, <laughs> so so skateboard
0: versus BMX guys. I'm actually a longboard guy, so uh, that's cheating. I used to he say, literally yeah. asked you skateboard or BMX, and you're gonna say longboard. What do I? I'm gonna talk shit what what do right do now. do I
2: enjoy watching more? Because I don't do either. Yes, yeah. skateboard, but. I have, I have the utmost respect for both. I just, I am not talented enough to do those things. I ride a longboard. My friend used to ask
0: me, he was like, yo, what's your thing? Like is this school. friend? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, uh, He's still asking you 10 years later. He's like, man, Remember in high school, no, you would never tell no, me if it's skateboard or BMX.
2: No, I don't know him from high school,
1: was, but... I, was Joe from Alabama? <laughs> yes, yeah, he like from... all of his like high school friends a, Is it
2: skateboard or BMX? No, so I just remember my buddy asking me, like, what do you do in high school? Because I hadn't found... What do you mean, what do you do? I hadn't found rap yet. Okay. So in high school, he was like, what do you do? And I was just like... Because I used to go to the skate park and hang out with them. And I didn't skate, and I didn't BMX. So what'd you do? Just watch? I just sat there. <laughs> I just sat there and smoked pot. <laughs> and like everyone, like you know, was was friends with me. Scratch it off like, the record. But I'm that dude that that did that. That everyone like, you know, was like, why do you come here if you're just gonna if you're just gonna watch?
1: Yeah. yeah. So um, what type of person in high school put someone up like that. Like, what are you doing with your life? Also, oh, sixteen. Just, all right, so he's like, might uh, need you, you doing, doing new with friends? I'm The same guys
2: <laughs> that is that is housing me in Virginia when I am trying to go halfway down there. We're so, just kidding, so guy. We're
0: we're just kidding, Virginia you, guy. You, you,
2: no, his name's Garrett Wagner. He's, he's we're just kidding, Garrett. Uh, Garrett. Yeah. Okay. And I can only really say his first name. <laughs> just last making sure is a name. He he is it Garrett? Me. No, the or only Jared. Or Jared. Or Jared. We had Jared. But the only uh, the only reason I can say his first and last name because he doesn't have social media so no one's ever gonna find him anyway but um, <laughs> okay but uh, you're gonna show him this yeah probably <laughs> he shows all of his friends in Virginia my music and it's awesome I had I, he always Snapchats me and there's always this, they're like listen to my song and they're like just for kicks is sick <laughs> like that's how they talk and like. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he just works on a construction site and shows everyone my music. So I love that dude Matt, with, with all my heart. But, but with, yeah, when we were kids, man, he was like, what do you do? And, and I hadn't found it yet. And then I found hip hop and you know, that's sort of what it is. But I, I longboarded because when, when we would all hang out at the corner store, that was the easiest way to get to the corner store. It was like hopping on a longboard cause you do one kick push and you just cruise. You don't have to like keep
0: doing it. See me, I'm a bigger fan of BMX. I don't know if it's because, I know my brother used to do a lot of BMX. Like they used to hit up the hills right next to Applebee's. They Mm -hmm. just used to ride, and then for some reason I would watch more of the X Games and everything. And skateboarding's cool, but I always was fascinated because what happens is everyone knows how to ride a bike. There's not, well, almost everyone. There's more people that know how to ride a bike than a skateboard because growing up yeah. almost everyone learns how to ride a bike yeah. and I feel knowing that and knowing how uncapable you are compared to these BMX riders right. is what right. fascinates me more. So to see someone s- spin their handlebars or do it's like a backflip. It's a of
2: equipment to like toss around too. To, yeah, so exactly. Like, and then, there's, there's but
0: I've that. never learned how to skateboard longboard, nothing. So like, that doesn't fascinate me as much as something i know how to ride a bike mm. so i'm i'm looking i'm like
1: how
2: are they doing this i mean both both fascinate me no doubt yeah. i just like i just like always kind of like that skater culture where like it looked cool with the and i love tech decks i'm a tech deck dude
1: <laughs> justin is incapable of, of hitting drinking. my mouth that's not- being incapable, incapable. in-capable. in-capable? Did it- you said uncapable. I wanted to point put you on blast. Okay, it's not a word. Well, nice I gotta job. go. You just, just so go. all right. Hey, the so real we're answer, gonna end the podcast
0: right now because just I phase said uncapable. Out, phase out on uncapable.
1: <laughs> we're done. All right, so uh, we'll take the next question. Uh, the real answer was DMX. Is the best <laughs> DMX is what I these. prefer. Where right, that put
2: at. Time out. You just said DMX. You opened up a can of worms, and I gotta say this, man. DMX. When they say X going to give it to you, all right? DMX never gave it to me. Okay? I went I went No, I'm going to I'm, gonna
0: range I'm hard d- right no, now. but I'm just thinking of how poorly that was worded.
2: No, X never no, gave I it to meant me. That's
3: exactly what I said. <laughs> no. Listen, I X went, never I went gave to, it to the
2: small auditorium to see a DMX show and Oh, Marquee, I know what you're talking Biz about. He came out, right? He did his thing. He whipped through And then he came through for like, you know, 40 seconds. Oh, baby, you, you know, as we all expected Bismarck to do. After that, Ja Rule comes out. You know, he may not have had Ashanti. (laughs) To
0: to infill everything he does. But, you
2: know, her her backtracks were playing and he killed it. He gave the show of his life, but he only gave the show of his life because he knew that DMX
0: wasn't Showing showing up. Yeah, I remember this. He did, then, he
2: did that a lot. Well, not only did he do that, but the fact of the matter is, is that following that, he came to Project 2 Studios, yep. where I, I frequent, and I wasn't there that day. And then there was a uh, recovery event that we did where uh, Joyner was there. And Syrah, who is the Grammy winning artist that did um,
0: bang The Skrillex ring track, with, yeah.
2: With, it was Skrillex, Bang Ring, she's the voice. Um, she's also Demi Lulato's best friend. Um, we went to this recovery at uh, rally that DMX was supposed to be at, and, and you bailed, like, and I literally was. Like, I'm finally going to meet DMX. He's been avoiding me all this time. <laughs> I'm going to meet DMX. And I show up and... You haven't met him? No period? DMX. No DMX. And now I think he's probably locked up. Again.
0: So BMX over DMX. You heard it here first. <laughs> BMX over BMX, DMX. Over, over, alphabetically. <laughs> alphabetically. <laughs> Lyrically, which is more important to you? The message or the bars? Uh,
2: It depends on the song. I think that... Shout out Q Quick for, for throwing What are you, drawing pilot. over there? We have some RT.
0: We, we, we got someone. <laughs> G, G, here, bring it over here. We're going to ASMR some scribbling on a piece of paper that we can't even do the podcast without hearing someone scratching out their gibberish. You know what's funny? You Okay, I'm going to talk shit right this now. Because I'm going to talk shit. I'm going to talk hammer. shit. So what happens is you have a full pad of paper. And you still feel obligated. My stain? Yeah. You still feel obligated to cross out the piece of paper you are writing on instead of ripping out the paper that you want to cross out in the first place and throw it out.
2: But she's not killing trees. But you're going to complain. But at the same time, had she...
0: Ripped the paper. You would have
2: also complained about that noise. You don't so. know
0: that. You will never know that. I would like to hear a rip of the page. I can hear the erasing of the page right now.
2: Oh, there oh.
0: oh, yeah. That's that's, that's what we like to hear. That's
2: what we want. So lyrically, what's more important, bars or message? So it depends. I mean, I personally care about message more, um, but as a rapper, you gotta come with bars. You gotta be able to show that. That you can do both, yeah. Because so some songs, like I think Cotton Candy Skies, what I say, isn't
0: isn't bars. I've, I've always felt there's three things in hip hop. Yeah, please. There's rhyme scheme and bars. There's the message, and then there's the feeling. And sometimes they and cross into skin, each other's. Yeah, but there's some things was, where you listen to music. I've always felt like there's some music you listen in certain contexts, and then there's some music that you listen because you want to hear bars. Yeah,
2: I think that message and feeling should go together. I don't. I don't ever want to do feeling. Well,
0: without, I mean, without I mean, I, well, okay. Just because by I care feeling. About I medicine. mean, like, because message. You can tell a story and it's a message, but you're not right. necessarily. Like okay, maybe maybe I'm contradicting myself a little bit, but maybe like I mean like feel good music like you can you can vibe with it, and then sometimes you just need to give a message without necessarily needing someone to feel an emotion. Are you sometimes trying to say like to-
1: the devil went down to Georgia versus Sandstorm? Like yeah. Message versus feeling. Feeling.
0: Exactly. So you feel good about the music brings out. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: uh, feel but, good
0: music. But, I guess but, is better to yeah, explain that. That's why like, that,
2: that's why quick, uh, <coughs> Q quick, who, if anybody knows who Mike Lackham is, it's Q quick. He's, uh, he's the producer that made all You've the been tracks and, um, and a lot of my tracks early on in, in my career. Um, I was just chilling with last night and, um, and so lyrically, you're saying like message or bars because I, I've heard a lot of, of your songs where you can make like all these like similes or, or euphemisms and and it all makes sense. And it's like, oh damn, how did he do that? And then like, but with a message, I I care more about message. But as far as what you can expect from me as a rapper, like. I think I'm gonna dive more into the bars. I think I've always been more of a message Bar side. Abbey. And oh, I, 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 wanna, yeah. I wanna dive more into bars, Bar I, Abbey, wanna, yeah. I wanna have fun.
0: See me, it's, it's interesting because there's not a better feeling than hearing someone tear up to your music or hear someone feel a connection because of your message. But nothing beats getting a text message nine months after or 10 months after an album comes out and they're like, You just blew my brain from something you said. Like this bar, I've been listening to for months and months and months on edge. And I think Jake Bartwell is one of those people that does it to me all the time where he'll be like, he'll listen to like an album of mine religiously. And then all of a sudden, four months later, he'd be like, yo, did you mean this by this? And that almost has as much of an impact as someone. Connecting to a song because I feel because it's one of those things where it's like some people connect to intellect and some people connect Emotionally, yeah. and I feel like that connection works both ways But yeah, I feel the same way I feel like a message goes a long way and that's why there's a lot of artists that people just Connect to Quiver and so, Notice is
2: a is a, is an intellectual for yeah. sure. So he, he gets it. He gets it bars time. next question
0: mop the squad
2: Shout out, Ready, Said, Toast, man. Let's let's cheers to that. Can we cheers yeah, to that? Yeah, well, we can cheers to that. Let's go. Mob the squad, baby. That is a, uh, a Gloucester phrase that he, he once said, and uh, I don't care to reveal the meaning, and I'm just going to let that <laughs> be I'm... a mystery. But cheers to that, my friend.
0: Would you be a character on Nickelodeon if you were given the chance?
2: Yeah, um, of course. Uh, what do you mean? Like, that yes. was a question verbatim. No, I don't, no I'm, not, I'm not asking. I can't give me, you the meaning. It's just like, dude, the answer is yeah. Like, if 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 I can ever character? ever see. get on Nickelodeon, oh, you're saying one that already exists. I thought you meant they would make a. Oh, see, I, read I, it, I read it that I read way it as
1: like him becoming I, his. own I want to be
2: a Just for Kicks character on Nickelodeon, baby. I,
1: I would prefer if it's like a monkey. That's pop. actually okay. See, <laughs> see, I read it as. Would
0: I be a character of Nickelodeon if, like, a genie came out of a lamp, I guess, but came out of nowhere and was like, hey, like, what are your three wishes? And then you were given the chance to wish that you were, hey, Arnold. Nah, man. That's how I I I I read it. The
1: question would be. What character would you be? Yeah, that would yeah, be what okay. your English. So, of so you're English. So, so you
0: you would you would say yes to if someone was like, hey, we're gonna give you a show and we want to animate your character, regard not 200%. saying because this right here doesn't Nickelodeon, mean Nickelodeon hit doesn't, me up. Well, Yeah, but doesn't mean you're the main character. You could be like. Skeeter? You mean fine. like you, you could the, be
1: locker person three. Yeah, you're throwing a monkey's paw out there, yeah. like you're a character on Nickelodeon, but you're like guy who gets hit by like SpongeBob's boat. Yeah. And then like you're on the screen for like two you, seconds.
2: You know what? The guy that get hit hit <laughs> by that boat, you know what he ends up being? He goes, my leg! And then he's in every single episode going,
0: my leg! But what and if you're like, not you that guy? Know, you know What if you're guy? just a guy that just like the camera pans over? You're here for two seconds here for two seconds, it pans over. And then you're never seen again. That's two
2: hundred percent better than being the guy that was never in it.
1: <laughs> like it is better than two hundred percent The answer
2: is yes. Like, always yes. If you had said, Would you be a Cartoon Network, I would have said, you know what? Um, you know, I that's, don't really know that's
0: fucked up. Only
2: because Are you saying uh,
0: Nickelodeon over Cartoon Network right oh, now? Two hundred percent. Wow. Oh, I'd have to disagree, but we'll everyone's, continue the conversation. Everyone's probably
2: looking at my pie chart, like, how is he getting two hundred percent?
0: If I'm looking at the extra chart just, over like, here, what? Like A second pie that There's you're There's always eating. two
2: pies, um, but but yeah, no, I would I would second guess Cartoon Network because I would worry that would ruin my chances for Nickelodeon. I would do Nickel, I would do a small part for Nickelodeon before a big part for Cartoon Network.
0: You heard it here, folks. What's your favorite Nickelodeon character?
2: Doug. The reason that that, that your earlier question about um, like when you were like, would you be a character? I'd be like, well, that's hard to say because like when I was a baby, like I can relate to one of the Rugrats. So I already
0: lived it. And then like,
2: and then like, and then like no. adolescence. Don't even touch no. me.
1: When I was a baby,
0: were you watching Rugrats one year old Two years old, going.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Nailed it. No,
2: I was not. First of all, (laughs) hashtag relatable. You don't don't really form memories until four, so no, I wasn't. Hashtag
0: relatable. All right, so at four years old, you were like, hashtag relatable Rugrats. I get, I get using a screwdriver. My parents didn't watch me, and I stole tools
2: (laughs) out of the tool shed. I am skippy on that one. The screwdriver was actually made of plastic. Um, That's but I just true. want to tell you, I just want to tell you that like, it came into adolescence and like, Doug was my real life, bro. Like I had, who's like, your skeeter? Wow.
1: Oh, oh, you, <laughs> you know, there's like, <laughs> do, 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 there's do, do, like do. people watching so this are like, better be me. Yeah, you no, better be picking because, me because like, I didn't
2: think I was going to have to have this conversation until I was ready to pick a best man. So like, <laughs> don't ask me who my skeeter is. Cause I think, dude, well, during, do you know who your Roger Klein is? My Roger Klotz? Klotz? <laughs> Roger Calvin Klein.
1: Klein. Calvin Klein, Roger. <laughs> Roger Klotz. His brother?
2: I could name him right now, but why give voice to the bullies? But you had a bully? Oh yeah, dude. And guess what? My senior year of high school, I finally said I I went up to him in English class and I said, You've been talking smack for Talk to him. Four years. Four years. And he goes, I didn't say anything. I totally no 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 that's not where it ends I go no you've been talking smack for four years. then people start like walking in into the room excited what's going on and I'm like "Nah, nah 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 you can deny it all you want boy I was like me and you let's fight you pick a time and place and we went in his his best friend's backyard and he kicked my ass
0: Hey, John, I got a question for you, and I'm going to be cruel to the audience right now because I don't care. Do you remember the fight at Pinkerton with the person with the book being picked up and smashed across someone's face, and then the circles just grew at Pinkerton? Alright, we'll tell that story later. But, <laughs> I,
1: thought you were I told gonna be like, Remember that one where the cops tried to break it up and broke his leg and then he wasn't a cop Yo! Anymore? Like I totally night? remember. That. It was a girl fight. Yeah, or the one where the girl ripped the other girl's hair and she threw her down the hill. And everyone was yeah! like, we're not helping we her. We had to go fight. I some goat fights. But, I
0: remember, I remember having some bullies. I remember some kid, and I'm going to say his first name because I don't care. But I'm not going to say his last name because I'm probably going to get my ass kicked. But his name is Shane. And... Just just look at my friends on Facebook. You might find them. But Why are you friends Shane- <laughs> with your on Facebook? No, I don't, I, I don't know if he even has Facebook. All, all but those kids
2: that I didn't like in high school, they've requested me. And I just didn't decline them, didn't accept them.
0: Just let them say. I think I was friends with him on MySpace. And then Facebook, like, things changed because I was much cooler on Facebook than I was on MySpace. Not really. But this kid, Shane, I remember, like, we went on vacation, like, Whatever April vacation or something, yeah. and he goes. <laughs> I come up to him and I'm like just shooting the shit with everyone around him. He goes, "Hey, you know what, Justin? I had a nice fucking, <laughs> I had a nice vacation without you, asshole." And that's all he Wait, said. What's... And I'm like, <sighs> "All right." And then like I re- I remember oh, okay. every day it was like <laughs> consistently shit like that. And I was like, "All right, dude. Like we don't need to do this, but I mean we're best friends now."
2: You know what we need to do <laughs> with that negativity? His name
0: wasn't Shane. It was Dill. Ah, no, bars. no, he Dill, like graduate after I was long we need gone. To just
2: push that negativity aside and talk about the people that we like and the, the all right. The, so, the I'm gonna say, I'm gonna start with the people then. I don't like. No, let, look listen, <laughs> the local rappers that we rock with. Well, you what gotta local lean in you
1: in with? closer. They can't, they what can't, local uh, rappers do you uh, rock with? The ASMR stuff,
2: uh,
0: ASMR. Um. <laughs> Local rappers
2: Some that I people rock like with.
1: Some like
0: this. There's a small part of our fan base that's listening to this. Excited.
2: I, I, rock, I rock with JB the Canadian. He's a local rapper that I rock with. I rock with D-Dwelly that you just heard on my track. I rock with Jacobson that you heard that we've worked with. Um, as well as the homie Juan Kenobi. We collabed this year and did the all that. All track. that,
0: yeah, that was dope. Homie Juan Kenobi is
2: one of the, the most best
0: famous. freestylers in New Hampshire,
2: hands down. I was exactly going to say that. So, I mean, if that tells you anything, go look up the Homie One Kenobi. Dude's amazing. Um, I, I rock with a lot, a lot of the local rappers. So, like, people are gonna get insulted if we do this. And like, so, what we're gonna
0: say is, people. grand majority of you, if you. Are watching this podcast we mo- most likely rock with you
2: yeah because and even the guys that aren't watching this like
0: we man, don't rock with I don't you. I don't
2: need you no 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 I don't need <laughs> you to to like me to for me to like you like I I really do I genuinely I'm, like I'm
0: glad I'm glad you feel that way because I felt bad like <laughs> not rocking with you and I was like oh man maybe maybe he's gonna like not rock with me back, but I'm glad that it's not like a prerequisite. I had to pay so much money to put on the podcast. <laughs> All right, Just well, spend, we'll, we'll do the next one. I'm going to,
1: oh, You went the wrong is
0: way. Is it this way? Okay. What's your favorite okay. snack? Trevor D. Milling. What's my favorite snack?
2: Oh, um, Dungaroos.
1: Those even do they even, yeah,
2: I
0: was going to say, do do those exist? I've been sad for a long time. What can I
2: say? No, no, I mean like, yeah, those, those, they, you can
0: buy them. It's like,
2: why would I, something not successful can ever someone
0: please research this real quick because I don't believe that Dunkaroos are in rotation right now. Shaws. I shop, I shop at Market Basket. Go to Shaws. Go to Shaws. I'm gonna be pissed if they, okay. Relive your nineties. All right, so you guys can't see this, but Oh, you can find Dunkaroos on today. Well, well, let me uh, and take back and reverse that.
2: Yeah, two thousand twelve,
1: they did that. Twenty sixteen. So you used to. So in two thousand twelve, they discontinued it. In two thousand sixteen, Canada was still producing Dunkaroos, and the production company actually encouraged people to smuggle them in from Canada. Um and now they are somewhat yeah. back in population. You can get them through Amazon and a couple stores. So 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 are... is Shaw's
0: included with one of those stores?
2: I don't know, because I went to Shaw's and got some dunker. When? Bro. when? <laughs> I
0: don't know, probably a while ago. two years ago? Well dude, I don't snack. Alright, alright. Okay, so your favorite snack of all time doesn't exist anymore. What's your favorite snack that exists right now? Goldfish. It's the <laughs> snack that smiles back, man. I love it. You're <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, let me pick the one positive Oh like I like to eat smiles. Like no, why would you quite pick the most oh, oh oh my favorite thing? Freaking <laughs> fruit by the foot because it reminds me of a rainbow. Like I actually doubled do it. Don't, don't, you don't like fruit by the no, foot? No, I love it.
2: I love it. Have you seen my music video, Just Another Rap? I take all of the fruit by the foot and gushers and just kind of throw it in the cart. I love fruit by the foot, man.
0: So you, so so before when you were kidding about rainbows and unicorns and smiles. No, I love all of these. Do you love things. it all, for yeah. real? In every. Yeah. All right.
2: Like I said, I love rainbows and I love sunshine.
0: Oh, see, we gotta time this better.
2: Why is school important? Uh, so let me tell you something about the American education system. Oh, he just skips it over. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so school. Is important because young people need a they need a controlled environment to meet new people in and become social that's the only
0: that's the only see thing. I disagree with that go ahead <laughs> preach <laughs> see the thing I feel is I feel there's so much technology and so much opportunity that So many people come out of high school and go into college because they feel it's the next step and they're pressured into it being the next step that they don't really, that college isn't the catalyst. For instance, myself, it took me leaving college, working and realizing that, and I got into an, I had an injury, so I wasn't able to do the same work, physical work that I was able to before. And I went back to school and it's not that school was important. It was the, in, like the inspiration and the drive that got me there and you don't technically need school to do that anymore because there's so much Accessibility with everything. I mean think about all the videographers you worked with. I don't think how many of them no, 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 but that's what I'm saying. I feel school is not necessarily important. I feel no I, I understand high school you, you, or, you... or middle school to high school. Right. That's why but I like...
2: young people need a place so so if I didn't have elementary school, middle school, and high school, I would not have been able to So maybe we're
0: reading the question Do you think college is important?
2: Because because College you, is a different story. I regret college completely. Because college. Going is to a college waste of or money. Okay. No, 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 no. I re, I, re, I regret, do regret the, I regret investing in something that I didn't know what I was investing in that you didn't
0: in. get a return on.
2: Yeah, be, well, because because I only went to college because I was told to go to exactly, college. Exactly, yeah. So right around junior year, I figured out what I wanted to do with my life. So, junior year of college or high school? Junior year of college. So I kept paying for what I had already invested in to get the piece of paper, but then ended up using my music to career. And that's what's led me all my success. Nothing well, to do with that piece of so paper many that I people. paid so much money for and I'm still in debt for it. Well, th- yeah. What I think is important to understand is when when he's saying school, school
3: is is this, <laughs> is this point, a hypothetical school? I mean, I, I,
1: mean I, I would be the devil's advocate and say I disagree with both of you. No, I think that school. I think that the American vision of school is let's go party and be free animals because we grew from a puritanical society. So we said, hey, guess what? You're free. <laughs> you and see our, every- both our
0: reactions are just like.
1: And everyone goes, hey, I'm gonna go freshman year and I'm gonna do all the shots and drugs and just have rampant sex because my parents never let me do it. You don't see that in Europe or Asian cultures because they don't have that puritanical background. So people right. look at school as I need to go to school to get a education, to get a career. We also aren't, they also aren't the countries of, you can be whatever the hell you want. I think part of the <clears> issue with school is people go to school and they're like, know what I'm gonna be? I'm gonna be a graphic designer. And then what job market is there? People don't look at the actual numbers. So they leave school and graphic design has a very small margin and people are gonna go and hire the Rensselaer Polytechs rather than the UNH graphic I
2: don't know, designers. man, Matt, my, my, my boy that that went to school for graphic design, like I minored in graphic design, I minored in marketing. Um, I majored in the marketing psychology of video games. That's why I'm saying like, I don't use my degree, man. I figured out what I wanted in life after I was already in too deep because I was told that I that it was the natural succession to high school to go to college, even though I wasn't ready to make a decision lifelong to go 40 grand into fucking debt every like, year. That's a BS. So, what I'm saying is, school is important for this social structure of, and I'm not talking about college, I'm talking about at the younger ages where you need to meet people your age. You need to like connect because what, what did we talk about earlier? It's not what you know, it's who you know. So you need to
0: connect with people, well, and that and that applies to college too. Because you could graduate with a four year degree or right. an eight year degree, or you could you could double major, and then all of a sudden you come out of college and you don't matter because the owner is hiring their son right. instead of you.
2: But I went, but I but I, what I want to say about like the whole like going to college and partying and stuff. I had buddies that that I met freshman year that failed out because they drank and smoked. I commuted to college. I went and. I I went there for my education. When I wanted to party, no offense, New. No. I went out. I went somewhere else. And I went to and I went to no offense, no. Uh, you know what I mean? I went to UMass Lowell. I went to all these other schools to party. I showed up and I I did. I I studied. I studied hard and and I got what I got. But I that piece of paper didn't get me anything, man. It was. It took me three years to find out what I wanted to do with my life, and I could have spent those three years just figuring it out instead of paying all that money and racking up debt.
0: Because so, society, I don't norms. regret
2: going to Southern New Hampshire University because I did. I got a quality education, and I I met that's and I didn't meet. I knew all these guys from high school, but that's how I connected with more collegiate, yeah, and became who yeah. I am today but i think that why school is important at at the most basic level is so that you are not homeschooled and and not to take away from people that are homeschooled but to be honest i think that social interaction is super key key. and i think that school is important for that reason i think that as far as what we what our educational system is doing and like what they consider more important than other things. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I, I think the idea of having that classroom is everything. Next question.
0: Well, I've, just, oh, just a side note, answer. I just wanted to say that I feel you need a second catalyst or a second motivation to complement school in order for school to be important because if you yeah, don't you have a second a secondary source in order to give school its full potential i guess mm. because you could go to school or you could go to college or you could go wherever and just like my parents brought uh, told me yeah. i have to do this right. and then it, and then and then it really all it does is give you a piece of paper and but obviously. if you go i'm driven i'm a kick ass i'm going to find people i'm mm-hmm. going to look for where I'm going to go next. Right. And this piece of paper is just a stepping stone to my future. Not, Mm. not saying, you know, like there's, there's people that are like that, but I'm just saying you need a second. You need two things. You need school and you need the motivation and you need the inspiration. And once you get both of those together, first, you're going to kick ass in school. And second off, you're going to build from that and find where you, where you should be in society. Seriously. Is that it? Alright. Cool. So, I guess I guess we'll wrap it up. I'm so pissed. See, I don't know if people like you more, so they got me drunk, or really people don't hard. like you.
2: I really Or try people hard. don't
0: like you, and I'm paying for it. Because I thought getting you on, I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to have to take shots. I'm not going to have to do anything. And then I'm looking at the numbers, and...
2: It, do you think that um, it would make you
0: feel any better... If you took if a shot with me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's beer pressure right there rum pressure do we have any questions in the comments or john would you like to know anything about me and john f kennedy
1: i think i think our our crack team over there we have a
0: crack team that's good I don't know what that means.
2: Is
1: that like a phrase? Crack yeah,
0: team? yeah, yeah. So what happens is they're hooking us up with the crack.
1: There was there was one question. In All right, I room.
2: agreed to a shot. I am
0: not doing crack.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, we have the crack team for a reason
1: wait what's the question Say no to drugs. I was about to ask you and then you just went right into crack conversation.
0: <laughs> okay. no 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 we'll keep it going into crack. crack the
1: one question uh, because we are hitting two and a half hours right now um, damn what right is, we are the, what is one thing that you feel you could improve in your life about yourself I, was about I yourself.
0: could talk less. there's so much I like, could talk, I, I can I can talk, talk so better. much about you like not even
2: me. Oh, like up. I thought the question was about you. No. So
0: first we could start with. <laughs> no,
1: I could talk less. We're gonna do thirty seconds each because we are at two and a half hours. No, that's
2: what I'm saying. I, I'm my. I should improve by talking less. Listen more.
1: <laughs> listen more. Talk
0: less. Mic drop. See that's... me. I got. I got five minutes of information right oh. now. No. So <laughs> can you repeat the question, just to make sure I don't.
1: Sun Kiss bottle. <laughs> you're drunk who he was, loves our soda
0: <laughs> oh is that a quote Kel is, loves our soda I'm <laughs> a 90's kid of course I know that come on what What was it okay you oh, are I have, like 29 29 seconds, seconds. let's go
1: repeat what the question what is one thing you think you could improve about yourself
0: um, see I feel I should drink less your face I gotta improve on my face. <laughs> that look
1: was priceless. So You're I gotta, like, I gotta
0: like not drink as much. I think, I think one of those things is I feel yeah, like oh. I drink all the time. Yeah. Friday nights are the worst for me because I feel like I'm drinking like six drinks and like two, three shots every single Friday, it's and I, I gotta stop. <laughs> and five but, seconds.
1: So, anyways, what I'm gonna say is, cheers. That's it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, coming up next week on the podcast, you want to talk about who our guests will be. You want to do a little. Should, should I do the shot first, or should I do the teaser? You should do the shot first. Then the teaser will be funnier. <laughs> oh. oh, Justin, who's the uh, guest next week on the podcast?
0: So, what we're hoping our guests will be. So, a couple of weeks ago, we we're anticipating uh, trending dog slash trending Tom he runs a meme page it has over a hundred thousand followers and I want to get his insight on meme culture and social media as a whole because he's been able to find a way I mean obviously we look at our numbers and we yeah. see what we do and he was able to accomplish a hundred thousand followers plus wow. and I want to pick his brain so I think that's who we're gonna have next and right now I'm saying as a soft confirm because I know, every, because last time, I confirmed this guy, and then we had to do a solo show, and we had to switch things up. I think we're going to have Mike Wing. Dun-dun-dun.
2: Not the Mike Wing. the Mike Wing. The Mike Wing. The Mike Wing.
0: Yeah, and I'm afraid, because he is going to get drunk. And I don't know if you've seen Mike Wing drunk, but I think he can take me when he's drunk. Mike Wing. So so we're going to have mike Love wing mike Wang. and we have we have a lot of let's, guests let's, so if all right so i'm going to say right you now i said that
2: though i just want to go back to the question of local rappers
0: that i that i like mike wing mike wing yes great guy. i i will 100% agree and for all all of you that make it to this end of this podcast i want to say right now if you want to be part of it let me know i want to have conversations i i enjoyed having you on it was it was a pleasure um, to pick your brain and see the because you've you're I mean you're doing the Atlanta show you're doing these monthly videos and it was it was enjoyable to hear Your point of view because I've I've been following you for a minute Thank So you. it was it was dope to hear everything Thank and I and all we want to do is have a conversation So if you want to have a conversation, let us know follow us at Instagram It's uh at shot bet podcast or you can follow me. It's jayb the Canadian and if you want to follow just for kicks we're actually gonna pull it up real quick it's just for kicks jfk um feel free to follow either of us and we're gonna continue to do these podcasts so if you want to if there's someone you want to see or you want to be part of this conversation let us know and uh comment below thanks guys